Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show where we talk about sports. That's Tom. I'm Mike. And with us, as always, is friend of the show, David Dargarts. Yay. Uh, we're going to... Yeah, we don't really have any big storylines. That's no. the show, everybody. We'll like, see you next week. Every week, we've always had like something really big to talk about. It was just kind of a meh week for sports. Um, the the upset Louisville. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people saw that coming, though. I know, but we can talk about it. Yeah. And that upset, though, compared to the upsets from the week prior. Yeah. It's like, oh, so Louisville got upset. Oh well, whatever. Right. <laughs> They're no Michigan. I think the the other one was LSU got upset by Florida. And yeah. I think it was really only an upset because LSU was the home team. It's only upset for me because I picked the other teams. Right. Well. Chances are, if I got it right, it's an upset. It's one thing to be wrong, but to be wrong on the internet in front of dozens? Dozens. <laughs> Literally dozens of people. That's the part that, that's what rubbed me so wrong about yeah. those we, losses. That's the thing. We, we all know you're listening, guys. Follow us on the Facebook, Ballpark Bros on Facebook. We're also at 4E Ballpark Bros on the Twitter. Get out there and follow us. So even though it was, wasn't as exciting as last week, uh, we do have a bit to talk about in college football. Um, I was up in East Lansing for the Ohio State game against Michigan State. It was cold. It was blistery. Yeah. It it kind of flurried on and off throughout the game. We were sitting we were sitting pretty high. I, know I, I posted a picture to the Facebook so you all can see where, where I was sitting. I was there with Mason, mm-hmm. uh, who listeners will remember from the show last week. I uh, decided just on a whim to go up there. Tickets were only like 30 bucks. Yeah. We're not sponsored by SeatGeek, but... But, man. I highly recommend using them. Man, are they handy. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm checking. I'm on SeatGeek every weekend just seeing if stuff is opening up, prices yeah. dropping. Oh, we've, we've gone to baseball games for nine bucks before. Yeah. You know? It's but, nothing. So, hey, we saw the, we saw those were cheap t- tickets, and I was like, well, they're the number two team in the land. Yeah, it's a good way to see Ohio State, I guess. So, I drove up there. It's not a bad drive up, although on the way back, we got caught in that snowstorm yes. in Ann Arbor. It's not really a snowstorm, but when you're on the highway and it's covered and everyone's driving 20 miles per hour, you feel like you're in a blizzard. Yeah, wind and snow kind of ripped through uh, these parts yesterday, impacting a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, but the U of M game was pretty heavily impacted by snow yeah. in, the la- in the second half at 20-10 to 10 win. Yeah, you, you would have um, thought Michigan would have beat them pretty handily uh, if not for the elements. Yeah, I think those games, those two games especially that, that we mentioned here, uh, the uh, game in East Lansing and the game in Ann Arbor. Um, just like seeing what the where the conditions were and seeing how they were starting out with very little scoring. You know, I wasn't too su- I wasn't too surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's always interesting when snow shows up because um, that really does heavily impact the game. It kind of sometimes it can take away the throwing game depending on the teams and the. So it was interesting to watch those just to see how they would play out because you might be in the, you know, you might be looking at another upset because of just a condition like that. Yeah, and speaking speaking of the, you know, impacting the passing game, uh, JT Barrett was 10 of 22 for 86 yards yeah. in that game, and they still won. That's not good. Um, oh, well, a lot of it had to do with the fact that he ran for 105 yards and yeah. Weber ran for 111. And uh, on the on the other side of things, it looks even worse. Uh O'Connor only 
Two for 105 yards, six of 16 passing. Yikes. Uh, and their backup, Terry, was two for five. He comes in in special packages sometimes. How do you get 105 yards on six passes? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. No, they, they had some big ones, um, including a, a huge 64-yarder to open the scoring. Yeah. Um, that went to LJ Scott on a double play-action fake. Uh, threw it to him, sneaking out of the backfield, and he just had a wall of blockers. Has kept kept on going. He had uh, 76 yards receiving, and he had 160 on the ground. And you know, the final score was 17 to 16, Ohio State. And Michigan State scored late. Could have tied the game, but uh, D'Antonio decided to go for the kill shot and try to make the two point conversion. Which I get. You're three yeah. and seven. What's it matter? Right. I was watching that on t- on television, and a, lo- a lot goes into that call. Like like you said, three and seven. It's like whatever. Let's try. We have a chance here to beat Ohio State. But if we don't, whatever. Right. Um. I mean, you, you want to win every game, but... Like, yeah, they weren't as flippant about it, I don't think. But still, still, it's like, if if Michigan State was, you know, looking at getting into a bowl or championship or something, they may, they might have done something different. Right. Uh, there was low risk, high reward for going for two. So I, yeah. I completely understand it. And I supported it at the time. I still support it, even though they missed it. But right. tell you what, though, when they missed it, that place erupted. Yeah. We were in East Lansing up at Michigan State, and... It was about 50-50 OSU MSU fans. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it 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 looked like a really good crowd. I was when I was watching that one it, um you heard a lot of noise from both sides, yeah. which is always fun. I mean, it's a great rivalry those two teams. Not not so much this year, but it's been a good rivalry in recent history yeah. with the championship games um that they the the Big 10 championship games that they've had recently. Yeah. Um I do want to call out MSU fans uh for not showing up to support and also michigan state students the student section was only about half full really that's don't they get in poor showing don't they get in for free i believe <laughs> so yeah but it was cold yeah well it was we, cold and they were gonna get they thought they were gonna get stumped by number two but I mean, and, I, and why go to a football game when you can just stay uh, at your frat house and get drunk. Or you go to. It, they probably went to the hockey game. It's probably warmer. You're inside. You're inside. You're inside on ice. Yeah, you're inside on ice. You're probably warmer. I don't know. I don't even know if the Spartans played yesterday. I don't know. It, but but uh, yeah, it. Oh, it was chilly. I wore. Uh, I had gloves, a hat, two coats, two shirts, two pair of pants, two pair of socks. If I could have put shoes on over my shoes, I'd have worn two pair of shoes. Yeah, yesterday was that day where I was like, all right, I guess we're getting a winner. Yeah. Um. Cause it was 70 the day before that, and then it's like 33 today. Yeah. Right now, it'll get warmer. But uh, Tom and I were in Indy for the uh, Titans Colts game yesterday. Yeah. And we, t- we took my oldest son. And it cold there. We parked about a mile away from the stadium and then uh, called for an Uber. Yeah. Because it was 31 degrees when we got out of my car. Yeah. And like, while those temperatures won't kill you because we're used to worse, right. it just happened all of a sudden. It was like 70 on Friday, and then it's just bam. Right? If, it, if well, it was it, just me, in time we'd have walked it right it didn't get any warmer than that all day no not really not really yeah it's chilly day um impacted some sports all around yeah um other college action um we did talk we talked about uh talked about florida beating lsu uh which sends them into the sec title game to take on alabama um they beat they beat lsu 16 to 10 down in louisiana um not, I don't know. I not surprised by the outcome, even though I did pick LSU. Yeah, you know it, it's well. When I was looking at, when I was trying to pick, uh, I was looking at that LSU game, and it was kind of an iffy one for me. 
I remember. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Florida was seven and two. They were six and three going into it. And, right. Um, you know, it, like I said, it, it clinched the it clinched the title game for for Florida. But does it really matter? I mean, well, it's it's weird. Uh, why even go play it? Because yeah. LSU thoroughly outplayed them from from a statistical standpoint. Um, they had 423 total yards to Florida's 270, and you know they were better in in both rushing and passing. They held the ball for longer. Uh, the only thing they had that was worse was they had two turnovers to Florida's zero. Well, you can go 80 yards, turn it over, and yeah, right, right. You can go all the way down the field, pick up a huge chunk of yards to your total yards, and then turn it over. Or yeah, something like that. which you see quite a bit of uh, throughout college football with some of these some of these teams that are turnover prone um other than that there did not seem to be any real shockers uh in some of the ranked versus ranked games uh colorado beat washington state 38 to 24 um i don't think i expected 38 to 24 but i expected that outcome um i didn't it uh sets up a pretty uh if if washington state could have won it would have set up a pretty interesting matchup next week with washington unfortunately I believe that gave Washington their spot. I could be wrong about that. Um, I didn't. With us being at, uh, well, with me being at two games this weekend, I'd have a lot of time to comb through standings after everything happened. Um, oh no, the uh, so the winner next week, Washington, Washington State. I'm sorry, that w- that was Washington State's first conference loss. I thought they had another. Um, the winner of that game will go to the conference championship. Uh, it looks like to play Colorado. So when when did uh. When did Colorado just suddenly start being good again? Was it just this year that it happened, or have I missed something? I, you know, I don't know what they've been over the past couple of years. Um, yeah, I know I'm not used to hearing their name. Yeah, but, you gotta, yeah, I mean USC's been down for a few years and yeah, everything like that. But uh, no, so yeah, big uh, big game between Washington and Washington State next week. So we will uh, we'll pick that game for you next week. Uh, maybe even we should just go to it. Throw some score. We should, oh, yeah. you know. It's only like um, two thousand miles or something. I'm sure the travel and the uh, the cost of the ticket and the lodging. I mean, that can't be more than thirty bucks, right? No, right. You know, just hop on, hop on, seat geek. <laughs> hop on, seat geek. You, you can get all that right there. Fly two thousand miles. So it looks like things are starting to take shape for some of these conference uh, conference if, championships. Um, if Colorado loses next week to Utah, number 12 Utah, uh, they'll have the same conference record as USC. So What's the tiebreaker there? Um, let me check. Uh, come on. You can, there it is. Um, looks like USC's got the, the tiebreaker. USC has a tiebreaker? Yep. Hmm. So I guess there's a little intrigue left there on both sides, so we'll keep close tabs on, on the three games those teams are involved in. Uh, so in the Big Ten, uh, Michigan wins and they're in. But they are taking on number two Ohio State in Columbus. Eric, come on, man. We're doing the best we can. You don't need to throw things at us. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, next weekend. Yeah. Is um, that the game that... What was the scheduling issue with that game? Was there... Oh, or no. We th- or th- people, we th- people, we uh, thought it was sooner than it was? Uh, people at our work... Um, or we just we just assumed it was sooner than it was or something. Yeah. yeah. So our our work tries to get us pepped up for different things, and um, one of them is always the OSU Michigan game because you know, it, here in Toledo it, it's the border battle. You got a lot of people that are fans of Michigan because we're an hour away. A lot of people with Ohio unity and you know so go state and whatever. But um, they they try to get us uh really into this kind of thing and yeah they laid they, out a bunch of nachos and stuff in the in the cafeteria. 
um, because they kind of got the date wrong on the game. Yeah, we th- we but think they did it because we, we think that's what it was. The the snack the snacks they lay out and stuff always coincide with that weekend, yeah. and they did it this past weekend. So we think they might have goofed it a little bit. But hey, we got nachos. So I guess we'll yeah. find out uh next Friday if we get nachos. Yeah, if we get nachos again, bonus that'd be, nachos. That'd be sweet. So um, I'm gonna lie to everybody about when games are now. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, oh we yeah, have we having nachos this weekend for the game. <laughs> big game this weekend. Big, yeah, big game this weekend. <laughs> How about that nacho spread? Uh, um, it so worked. It it benefited us. It did because yeah. we had nachos when we shouldn't have. Yeah, nachos, pretzels. They were uh, peanuts, all contra- sorts of stuff. contraband nachos, yeah. illegal illegal nachos. Hopefully, our bosses aren't listening to this. Some shady, uh, some shady nacho action going on. I don't think we have to worry about that. No, no I, I wouldn't no. think so. No. I know we do have coworkers that listen, or in David's case, some subordinates. Yeah, sure. Um, but no, so it's hopefully shaping up to be a pretty good game. Um, I think are we we're all off this weekend to watch it. Uh, yeah, I I know I'm off. Yeah, yeah, David's, yeah. David's off. Yeah, I'll be watching. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a decent game out of it. Uh, we'll you know we're not going to give away our picks right now. Obviously, we'll pull, we'll throw that stuff up I'll on the Facebook. I'm going to give away and... my picks right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I can wait. All right. Um, we'll throw that stuff up on the Facebook uh, probably uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, like usual. Um, although, if you listen to us talk through, you know, throughout the different shows over the past few weeks, I think you get a pretty good feel for who we're who we're all going to pick. Um, so, if Michigan wins, they make it to the Big Ten championship game. Uh, if they lose and Penn State wins, Penn State goes. And if if uh, OSU beats Michigan and Penn State loses to Michigan State, then Ohio State goes. So, so there's a there's a better chance that Penn State goes than Ohio State goes. Um, that's kind of my feeling because it. I mean, I, uh, it, it takes you know two teams ahead of them losing. Granted, one of them is at their own hand, but you know that's and they're playing um, Michigan hold State. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> Eric's getting a phone call. Oh, we'll make sure the video play doesn't happen. <laughs> it's nobody important, I can tell. All right, sorry, Tom. Anyway, as I was saying, Eric's phone, Penn State is playing MSU, so there's a more than decent chance that they'll win that game, meaning OSU really has to uh, take this game very, very seriously. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a chance where they still make the they still make the playoff over Penn State because they only have one loss. Right. Without going to a conference championship game. Um, on, the, on the other side of things, uh, number seven, Wisconsin, is taking on eight and three Minnesota, while Nebraska is at seven and four Iowa. Now, Nebraska right now holds the head to head, but there's a lot of stuff going on there because uh, both Iowa and Minnesota are only one game behind Nebraska and, and uh, Wisconsin. Right. Um, I'm not entirely sure what all the tiebreakers are in that, but. If Wisconsin wins, Nebraska loses. I believe Wisconsin goes. If Nebraska just wins, they go to the Big Ten Championship. So um, now we could pick, you know, we could pick differently between now and Friday and whatever. But I do kind of feel like it's going to be uh, Nebraska. I just, I want to see Nebraska and Wisconsin lose just so there's a just whole mess to see whatever whatever chaos that causes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the tiebreakers are. I'm not really too concerned about getting into that right now. Um, we'll figure it out if it happens, but. Shaping up to be a pretty good week this week. Um, other games we have uh, number six. Well, this is last week's rankings. Uh, Sixteen LSU at twenty-five Texas A&M. Um, then we got the Washington Washington State game. Big game in the MAC. Oh yeah. Big big game in the MAC. Nine and two Toledo at 
eleven and zero Western Michigan. Number twenty one Western Michigan. We know you guys like your matchings. So yes, we're this gonna is to, we're gonna give it to you. This is winner take all. Yeah, this is a huge game. Um, Western Michigan is seven and zero in conference. Toledo is six and one. Toledo wins this game. They hold the tiebreaker, and they're going on to the MAC championship to play the likely the Ohio Bobcats. Very likely to be the Ohio Bobcats, which shocks the heck out of me. Yeah, they were not good when David and I were, went to MAC schools. Yeah, it's a whole new world. Um, so uh, Ohio is taking on the five and six Akron Zips. So yes, it is going to be Ohio then. Um, and the Miami Redhawks, who are five and two in conference, five and six overall, are taking on the Ball State Cardinals. So Miami wins, Ohio loses. We got a six and six team going to the MAC championship over a seven and five team. Oh boy! Um, but conference records, what what uh, what counts for these guys? So. A couple people will be irritated. Thing is though. Whoever comes out of that East is just going to get steamrolled by either Western Michigan or UT. Basically, they've both just been so so good this year. Yeah, it's kind of an it's kind of a lopsided uh, conference yeah. this year. Um, um, it's usually pretty it's usually pretty even. The two teams that end up coming out of that are usually pretty even. Yeah. Um, now I am saying this, and I do know that Toledo lost to Ohio. I do know that. Okay, I still think that in a MAC championship game, Toledo would roll over Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that that game was the exception for Toledo. And I'm just so used to seeing Bowling Green in Northern Illinois that I forgot, right. I forgot who all these other teams were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Toledo's other loss, the out-of-conference loss, was 55-53 to against BYU. I watched that game uh, back in September. That was an amazing game. Like, I stayed up late to watch that, them being out west. And it just back-and-forth shootout. Um, and that was before it, BYU proved they weren't going to be very good this season. Yeah, well... Um, but BYU put up 20 in the fourth. Toledo put up 15 in the fourth. Um, so just a lot of pass, a lot of passing um, all over the place. Uh, 505 passing yards for UT in that game. It was it was just so much fun to watch. Um, yeah, so got some exciting action for you all this weekend. Yeah, everybody loves the action. They do. How could you not? I mean, come yeah, on. We have to use that stupid word because they use it. Yeah. Um, this game will be available on ESPNU at 5 o'clock on Saturday. ESPN me? ESPNU. ESPN all of us. ESPN me or Tom? Or are you talking to Eric? I'm talking to all of you. ESPN somebody. Uh, so you can look forward to that. Uh, the OSU-Michigan game will be well over by then, uh, provided they don't go to 19 overtimes. Mm-hmm. So you'll have nothing else to do. You have to watch it. Exactly. Yep. It is good football. The Mac is good football. I, I do uh, I do highly recommend people get into yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so we uh, <laughs> move from there into, you have to excuse me, Tom is the one that, uh, that made the show schedule. You, By your command. Are you kidding me? You told no. me what we were doing, and I wrote it down. That's true. Um, so we're going to hop in, because Tom says so, to the NFL. Why would we not go from football to other football? Yeah. Give people a break. Maybe people are here to hear our in-depth basketball analysis. We we are doing what many college players do. We are matriculating to the pro ranks. Good work, Tom. I appreciate your use of the word matriculating. Thank you. And two. 
Yeah, it's a big step for you. Which two? So yeah, we had some NFLs. Yeah, uh, Thursday night, Carolina twenty-three, New Orleans twenty. Oh boy, uh, New Orleans had a furious comeback. They just fell short. They're just New Orleans. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I was actually, uh, I wasn't at work that day. Um, luckily, I had some other stuff to do, so I didn't have to watch this. Uh, <laughs> it was just this, you know, it's it's just another disappointing Saints outing, honestly. Yeah. I'm not shocked by it. Just whatever. Yeah. Well, can we can we talk about the fact that uh, the Panthers are not putting together a second half yeah. the past three weeks? Yeah, they had uh, they this. put up three points in the second half of that game. That's the same problem they had last year. Yeah. Down the stretch. Actually, well, all year, really. They uh, had leads evaporate against Green Bay, Atlanta, um, yeah. one against New Orleans. Uh, the NFC Championship game against Seattle. Seattle came storming back after yeah. being down 28 to nothing. So, um, yes. you know, it's it's a trend that's that, that's held over from last year. Yeah, it's the same thing they did to Kansas City when they, you know, in that game this year. Um, we saw Luke Keekley uh, get hurt in that. Yeah, uh, he's in concussion protocol, which he's had concussion issues before. Uh, I guess I said he's going to uh, look for a second opinion on that, which Tom and I were discussing this yesterday in the car. Um, I Like, I guess get a second opinion just to have more information. But if someone tells me I have a concussion and I have a history of concussions, I'm probably just going to take their word and not play for a little while. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell Luke Keekley not to play for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, he's one of those, one of those extremely competitive guys yeah, to he's be out there. Yeah. He's fired up every single time he's out there. Eric went to get coffee, but forgot his mug. <laughs> I just think everyone needs to know that. Oh, Eric. He's going to come down with just a handful of it. Do you have any sugar? Yeah, sorry, it's not in packets. <laughs> I, yeah. love, I love that episode of The Simpsons. But I don't yeah. think we're allowed to quote that. Uh, you'll have Matt grading on us. Oh man, that's right. Well, I didn't. I didn't put all the quote in there, so I think we're all right. All right. Um, so in that in that game, uh, Carolina was not really all that impressive. Uh, Cam was fourteen of thirty three. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Stewart only had thirty one yards rushing on eighteen carries. Yeah, so the Saints' defense was good again, which was a little bit of a shock. Yeah, this is—it's been surprising the past few weeks with them. Yeah, um, but so. you can't get both. We can't get. We, they can't get every uh, side going at the same time. It, <laughs> it seems right, which is an overall coaching issue. Yeah. Um, so that that game puts both these teams at four and six. Uh, two games back of the Falcons. I mean. I think we're at a point where we can kind of stick a fork in these guys. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so. Atlanta's been on a roller coaster this year, but if they just keep doing what they're doing, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna finish eight and eight, and I don't see either of these teams being able to top that. Right? No, they're still far better than anything these guys can do this year. Yeah. These Atlanta is in another at another tier than the rest of the teams in the division. Yeah. Um, so we had the Luke Kuechly injury that we talked about. We're gonna talk about another injury, and this is probably the biggest one of the season uh, outside of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, AJ Green went down yesterday yeah. for the Bengals in their 16-12 loss to the Buffalo Bills. Very early, like second or third play it was of the game. The second play. Yeah. Yeah, hamstring injury. He got tackled pretty hard in that one. They believe that he tore it and he is done for the year. Oh boy. So, well, the Bengals are done for the year, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially the, now. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, now, there was there was like a glimmer of hope throughout yesterday's game because, you know, they're talking about uh, if the Ravens do this, if the Steelers do that, Cincinnati can still do this or that. Right. Um, but, you know, since he lost, and there you go. Yeah. We had uh, two other big injuries in this game, too. Um, LaShawn McCoy. Remember that story I told you guys about uh, the Chiefs lineman that uh, relocated his dislocated wrist last week? Yeah. 
Sean McCoy had a similar issue this week but with his skull, but with the with his thumb. Um, oh yes. Unfortunately, he could not relocate the dislocation. Oh boy. So he tried. He tried. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I I was watching that game too. Uh, or I was watching that in addition to the the Steelers yes. uh, Browns game. Watched way more of the Bengals Bills one though because it had way more. Uh, there it seemed like it was going to impact more. Seemed like it was a better game too. Yeah, it was. Well, with the Browns, it's like you immediately can write write that one off. Yeah, I, I, I we'll get to that game and then but, I do uh, want to go in depth on their record a little bit. But yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, that was a huge injury. Yeah, and but, then uh, the Bengals had another injury too. Bengal- Giovanni Bernard went down. Yep, and uh, Bernard went down. ACL, ACL done for the season. Yeah, yep. or M- MCL, ACL. One of the one of the. CL. I believe it was the ACL, and yeah, so the Bengals are pretty much they've lost almost all of their offensive production. Yesterday, without AJ Green, yesterday they they could barely throw over ten yards. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think that they even had a deep try. They might have had like one late or something to Eifert. I don't know. I but, would say they're. Long was 21 to Eifert. Yeah. So, so there you go. That's it. That was your longest. Yeah. You put AJ Green in the game, you're going to have like a 46 yarder. Right. Well, and, and they had a Hail Mary shot at the end of the game. Yeah. They had AJ Green in the game, and I mean, the Bengals win. We've seen this time and time again. Right. We know that AJ well, Green can fly up in the air above everybody and right. catch it and spin around. If Mike Nugent doesn't miss two extra points, you kick a field goal and win. Well, yeah. That's another big. That too. Well, that's another big story because we've been on Nugent all year, and here he goes missing two. And I, I get that, like, um, what well, in total twelve were missed yesterday 12, after yep. the Washington game NFL record yeah in total twelve were missed I get it they made them more difficult but um Nugent especially has has he seems to be having a lot of issues this year kicking and I I honestly did not see Nugent coming back I have to ask is this what we wanted when we uh when we were all about them moving the extra point back is this what we wanted we wanted well, 12, we wanted twelve misses in one week well we are reading that it's more exciting. I'm not, it's not for kickers, but no, it's uh, for everybody else. I guess it's more exciting. It adds layers to the game that I really don't know that needed to be there. Yeah, it makes it more difficult and complicated in ways that may not be necessary. It, it makes teams like the the Steelers try four two point conversions in one game and not make a single one of them. Yeah, and that's even less exciting than seeing a kick being made every time. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess like the big one I look at. Um, because of the wind that was whipping around Washington, right? Two times last night, the Redskins went for two and failed because they felt like they couldn't kick into the wind. Right. Yeah, it was a thirty to forty mile per hour wind. Yeah. Um, and then later on, they did miss a PAT. Yep. Um, it bounced right off the upright, which actually helped me predict the final score of that game correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I nailed it, forty-two twenty-four Washington. But yeah, I do think that new, like I do want to single out Nugent, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, and it sucks to get on kickers like that. Oh, well, we just went. We but, went through it with Blair well, Walsh. Now we got to ask, how long does Mike Nugent stay in in Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't think it's very long. You know what? Um, if he's been all right on on field goals, I think he can stay around a little longer. I don't know what his record on field goals is. Well, we can look him up, can't we? We sure can. Thank you, internet. Thank you, internet. Everybody, thank the internet. <laughs> Without them, you all wouldn't have us. He's. He, 
Uh, he's 16 of 21, so I think it is time to yeah. go shopping for he's them. Mi- he's missed some. Yeah. Well, when he missed that he's second... 0 for, he's 0 for 3 from 50, sorry. Well, he missed that second one, and I said to my television, I said, don't worry, Mike, Saints will pick you up. <laughs> You'll have a team. Right. Well, he doesn't have to worry about being outdoors there. It's true. Yeah, it's so- nice and warm down there. It's inside all the time. Come to New Orleans. First time I saw Mike Nugent, I think, was with the Cardinals. Uh, back with Kurt Warner. Back in 09? Yeah, up in Detroit. Yeah. Actually, he only played in two games you know, for the Cardinals he, that year. He, yeah, he was in the game that we saw, I'm yep. pretty sure. He's an Ohio State boy. Um, over the, so, Pretty sure, isn't he? Uh, I think let's so. take a look. Um, yep. Over the last over the last five or over the last three games, sorry, he is five for eight on extra points. Yeah, so and he is two for three on field goals. Yeah, so there's a recent decline too. Yeah, you go back to the last four games on field goals, uh, and he is three for six. Yeah. So they need something, and you know we're talking a lot about kickers, but that could have been a different game. Yeah. They, yeah. they they didn't they wouldn't have been driving down since he would not have been driving down to score a touchdown. They would have been driving down to score a field goal. Yeah. Um, so the loss drops them to three, six, and one. They're yeah. not. They're not out of it. We can't say that they're out of it, especially in that division. Yeah, but it really does feel like they're out. It of does it. feel like the if you just if you just watch them play, it feels like they're out of it. Um, like even if they were in it, you know that they're gonna lose the game in the first quarter. Yeah, whatever playoff game or wild card game they go to, it's gonna be over immediately. Right. Um, and then the the win takes Buffalo to five and five. They're still. Three full games behind New England, and as far as any wild card hopes go, they're two full games behind uh, the Broncos and Chiefs. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be a tough road for them as well. They're also a game behind Miami, um, right? So I don't, I don't see Buffalo making anything out of this. Yeah, I mean they're no, still they're still playing hard, but they, right. they still look good for the future. It's and good. I know we kind of say that every year. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's up for them to build on going into next year, so that maybe they can be the team that competes with New well, England with a healthy Sammy Watkins, maybe. Maybe a couple of these games turn out differently. Well, maybe, but I don't know if you're ever going to see a healthy Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Sammy Watkins. Wow, I completely forgot about Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Well, they brought Percy Harvin back to replace him, and that hasn't gone well. Yeah. Um, note on McCoy, it looks like he will play next week, even with the injury. So. Yeah, the, I believe he's having surgery to repair it, but it shouldn't keep him out. I was very glad to watch that game because the Bills, they wore their all-whites. Yeah. And those are, like, in my top three favorite uniforms in all the sports yeah. is the Bills all-whites. We are big fans of the all-white uniforms, like the Colts road ones. The Colts, are my, the Colts I think, are still my number one, the Colts road ones. I Yeah, I get really into this yeah. stuff. I like, like um, But, yeah, the Bills the Bills all-whites are, like, very close. I miss their old ones, though. Yeah. I miss the old helmet. The red, the red helmet from the Jim Kelly days. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we can talk about the Saints color rush because we finally got to yes, see those in action. We, yeah, we did um, like those. I did like those. I, I liked the mock-up more, I think, because when I saw them in action, I'm looking at them, and I kind of wish they didn't have the black stripes on the arms. Yeah. I, th- I think if you had no black on that, Uniform at all, it would have looked beautiful. See, it's funny. I was the exact opposite when the Packers had theirs. Like I yeah. hated the mock-ups, and I saw them in action. I'm like, this is actually a really yeah. nice, sleek look. Yeah, I, I, I really, I still did like the Saints ones. I like that font too. It was an old-timey font. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, you know, in, in those mock-ups, they put all kinds of you know French dressing on it and make it look all nice and fancy and and. You know, you see him in action. You can see the look that me and David are giving each other when he said French dressing. It's just a French dressing analogy. It's a a saying. Is it? Yeah, in in film. Like, you put all kinds of, like, tints and effects on it. It's called French dressing. Interesting. I had no idea. All right, so now Tom gets to look at us like that. Go ahead, Tom. 
I'm the filmmaker, and I didn't even know that. Maybe because I don't do that crap. That could be. Could be. Maybe because I just write good movies. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, I I wish the Saints ones didn't have the black stripes because I think it would have looked really good if it were just white and gold. Um, a friend of mine said just they should just wear all gold, just complete gold. They like, did that like, once, like 100% head to toe. Did they? I want them to do it again. They, I, know, I know they sell gold jerseys. Gold say I mean, you can get a jersey in basically any color of the of teams these days, but. Uh, yeah, they they would be gaudy as hell, as hell if they did that. And but I mean, sh- it's New Orleans. They should make it uh, metal flake paint color. Yeah. So that they're just glittering all over the place. I think after seeing the Saints, because I thought the Saints ones were going to be my favorite color rush uniforms, but after seeing them, I don't think they are. I think the Raiders are still I'm my favorite. The Raiders. Or yeah. they, they haven't done theirs yet, right? I thought they did. I don't think so. Maybe they didn't do them yet. They're very similar motifs in that you've got either silver or gold on white. Um, they're in a couple weeks. They're on They're on the 8th of oh, December. Okay. But no, I, I, I like that stuff. I, I feel bad for anybody who's going to have to call that game trying to see those numbers on, on the silver on the white. Right, yeah. Yeah, it could be a little tricky. Yeah, it could be tricky. So, uh, man, uh, some color rush unis that really uh, didn't didn't work too well. The Cleveland Browns when they did theirs, um, yeah, they just used their their regular away jersey and their alternate home pants yep. to make an all white with the orange helmets. Their jerseys are ugly as it is. Yeah, they don't have great uniforms. They their uniforms when they when they announced that they were making their changes and when they unveiled them. My first response was, I don't know if all of our listeners shop at J.C. Penney or go through the the sports section at your local J.C. Penney. They're like they're they're not knockoffs. They're officially licensed, but they're not. The jerseys are never always 100% accurate. Like yeah. they might have like an extra stripe or a weird little shoulder thing or, or might, whatever. Yeah, or it might say Cleveland where it should say Browns or, or it shouldn't say right. anything at all. Right. Or, yeah, like you know, like if it was a Steelers one, like yeah. the, the 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 Steelers logo might be like on the wrong side or like they might put it on the shoulder or patch bigger or something. Or something. Yeah. Like when they unveiled those, I was like, oh my god, they're wearing a jersey designed by J.C. Penney. Yeah, this is J.C. Penney's yeah. screen print jersey yeah. that they sell you. <laughs> Yeah, it just it was terrible. But not a whole lot you can do with that branding. Ter- you could use jersey uh, for a terrible team. You could use yeah. brown maybe as, as the color. I would have been okay with some all orange ones. Remember when they used to have brown on their jerseys? That could have also worked. All brown ones. I brown. mean, that's the way they play. Yeah, browns can't even get their like flipping Poop. uniforms right. Their logo is a helmet. <laughs> Their logo is the helmet they're wearing. <laughs> I miss the elf. Bring back the elf. Uh, I I want them to put the logo of the helmet on, on the helmet. helmet. Oh man! Like I want a the white helmet with the orange helmet logo. logo. No, I want the orange helmet with the oh. orange helmet logo. I want it just to be as terrible as it could possibly oh, be. God. Just <laughs> infinitely, just going on and on and on. Oh yeah. Helmet with a helmet. Yeah. Helmet. Yeah. There's a helmet on that helmet. It's just completely meta. And then it turns out that we're all on a bigger Browns helmet. The universe is just one big brown helmet. That is the worst description of the universe you can. <laughs> if come you up believe, with. <laughs> if you believe in the theory of infinite universes, yeah, that's actually you can find some that actually exists. You can find some solace there that there may indeed be in a, a universe where that's not the case. Yes. <laughs> If you just so happen to find yourself in the infinite Browns helmet universe. Yes. What other games were going on yesterday? Well, the Browns played. <laughs> oh, did they? Well, the Browns 
Some of them played. Yeah, right. Like I said, their kicker, played. their offensive yeah. line sure didn't. Like I said, the, I said those two games are going on at the same time. Honestly, I flipped to the Steelers maybe twice during a commercial of the other. You know, I'm watching the Bills and there's a commercial. I flipped maybe twice to the Steelers game yeah. and I was like, this isn't even mildly interesting because it's the Browns. Right. Uh, it, the Steelers were struggling against them for a little bit. Well, not, not long, but for a little bit they were struggling. Um, Tomlin but, called but, out officiating. What was that about? Out. Were there some missed calls? Just Tomlin being Tomlin at this point. Yeah, yeah. I he seems pretty I irate. I don't really listen to what he says much anymore because Bruce it's Arians. All, it's all spin. Bruce Arians yeah. called out officiating too. I know. I know. They'll um, both be fined. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. Ar- Arians came out, and it's kind of funny how he did it. He he came out and he said, "I just want to start things off by saying that I would not be answering any questions on officiating," which nice. is kind of a fun way to say it. <laughs> yeah. You might get away with that one. Yeah. Tom yeah. Tomlin though came out and just straight up called out the officials and said they suck. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. Like you know, Tom and I were in India. We didn't catch much of the games. I mean, the highlights don't really ever show it because it's put together by the NFL. With that division, it's really hard to. It's it's really hard to hand out penalties. He's just going to be doing it all day, right? Yeah. Right. But well, I get it. it. Like I said, I didn't watch the game. There probably there probably was a lot of stuff that was missed. But yeah, the final was twenty seven to nine Pittsburgh. Twenty four to nine. Twenty. Someone's lying to you. Get your crap together. Yeah, this app is. His phone is lying to him. Changing apps now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Delete. It, it wasn't a really great game by either side. Uh, the defense for the Steelers is what really. Put this one away. Yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was 22 of 36 for 167 yards. Um, it's not a good game. No. But Le'Veon Bell was uh, had 28 attempts, 146 yards, one touchdown, and added 55 yards receiving. Not bad. So he had himself a good game. Most importantly, Chris Boswell did not miss a kick or screw up an onside kick. That's right. Yeah, Chris Boswell still alive. Chris Boswell uh, worked his way out of the doghouse. Yeah. Yep. Both literally and figuratively. Way to go, Tom. Um, Terrell Pryor had a pretty good game. Five catches for 97 yards. He's auditioning for some other team right now. Wait, which uh, Definitely. Which quarterback threw him those hundreds some yards? Who knows? Um, yeah. Well, there was another uh, concussion. Yes. Yeah. Cody Kessler went down with a concussion. He was 7 of 14 for 128 yards and interception. And Pryor caught out the offensive line. So did Joe Thomas. Yeah. Uh, the left tackle. Uh, Pro Bowl, all throw left tackle. Joe Thomas said, uh, or no, didn't call out the offensive line. Called out the decision makers who built the offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got... You got uh, players here for the Browns calling this out, you know, noticing that their quarterback is getting smushed yeah. a lot. Eight times. Well, this is, Eight sacks. This is like this is old news for the Browns, though. I know. <laughs> year <laughs> after year, the players announce their displeasure, and year after year, the coaches and executives stick their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 la. So there, here's a conversation I, I do want to have. Do you guys believe that tanking is actually a thing in sports? Do you do you believe that teams go out and say we want this quarterback or in the NBA we want this point guard? We're going to lose these games on purpose. Okay. So I don't think they quote lose on purpose, like they don't throw the game, but I do think they go out there and they play uh they don't play as hard. You think so you think the players are part of it? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean I think you go out you go out there and you figure what's the point? Like, you know, I'm not going to try as hard. I'm not going to screw up this catch, but 
Maybe I won't try as hard. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not it's, gonna uh, dive and put my body in danger to make this catch. Right. Like I'm not gonna say that these players are in any way throwing it because these guys too. Because it would be impractical of the of the players to do this too because they're they're still trying to keep their jobs. Right. And they still need to showcase their talent every week, even if it's week 17 and you're 0 and 15. You still need to showcase your talent and make the team next year, or you're auditioning for another team, like we said with Terrell Pryor. So I don't think they go out and think about throwing it or losing it or anything but i don't think they try as hard when there's the possibility that this you know we, we could they're not going to risk their health yeah, yeah. Uh, and if, it, if, as they would if they were in it for a playoff spot yeah and coaching and management too are probably so, just like are probably just like well whatever yeah you know that's where i where i might see it a little bit more where you know do you think that ownership sits down with the gms and the coaches and the scouts and everything and says look we know that what we have to work with right now is not good. And yeah. in, in the Browns' case, uh, we have these 20-whatever draft picks over the next two drafts. Yeah. Why don't we just go out there and try to make those draft picks as high as we possibly can? And so you've got the GM signing these guys that most people don't want. You've got the coach. I yeah, I, can I don't want to think that Hugh Jackson is, is in on it because I don't think he would – I don't think he no. would be okay with it. I no. think he is just... Hugh Jackson is in it to win it yeah. every, I just, every single day. I just imagine management probably just telling them, hey guys, don't try so hard. So I, I don't think management has the players in on it at all. I think management just no, I mean, keeps but I, getting these subpar players knowing right. that they're not going to be able to compete with, you know... No, I mean to the coaches though. They probably just tell, you know, it's like, don't kill yourselves trying to get a win today. Yeah. I mean, if, if Hugh Jackson knows that he has the security, uh, you know, keeping his job after coaching an 0 and 16 team you know maybe that makes it a little bit better he knows that he's going to be there for the rebuild so i guess he would kind of have to be well, in, we, in the loop a little but. we we need to talk about how hugh jackson should not be fired after no. this season no it's not his fault right i mean this is his first trip here um you'd like to see more and we see we see uh the effects of his loss you know in cincinnati yeah. Um. With them and their struggles. Yeah. He. Uh, so we know we know that he's worth having. And you you can tell that he's he is angry about what's going on and he wants to fix it. Yeah. And you know he's not you know you got some of these coaches who after losing week after week after week they just they're they're not fiery in their press conferences they're not getting mad at some of these questions they're just like yeah well what do we do yeah. you know or uh, who was it Rod Marinelli coached the Owen sixteen Lions is that who it was uh sounds about know? sounds about right you know you didn't really see him fighting for it no you didn't see him angry about outcomes he was just you know another week another loss move on yeah you kind of wish you could just give up for the year when you're at 0 and 11 0 and 12 yeah. whatever they are 0 and 11 0 and 11 yeah you kind of wish that you kind of wish that you could just like you wish there was a way to forfeit this the rest of the season yeah i mean i i, I would wish there's a way i don't know what any of these guys think or if there's a conspiracy or whatever but it is kind of ridiculous to watch you you do have to wonder after after 11 games without a win you know so more likely to happen first cleveland wins a game dallas loses a game um i think it's more likely that dallas loses yeah <laughs> yeah it's um cleveland is just they don't have anything going for them dallas might run into a wall at some point and just face a, a team that is they're ready to play that week and, yeah and and they're they're raring to go and they they just they want to beat dallas well they got to host washington next week yeah yeah well and so and then they go to minnesota that week was not this week as they beat the baltimore ravens uh 27 to 17 yeah uh Dak prescott 
75% completion percent, 301 yards, three touchdowns. Two of those to Dez, who had 80 yards and two touchdowns. The other one went to Cole Beasley. Uh, Zeke Elliott, another uh, you know another strong performance, 97 yards, just being a workhorse, 25 carries. So, um, you know, they, uh, which one of them gets the rookie of the year? Oh man, you know we got to let this play out. Can you split that award? Yeah. Why not? You can <laughs> split yeah. anything, right? Oh yeah. Um, I think we got to wait to the end of the year. I I, I do want to see. Uh, I do want to see what what things look like with uh, you know maybe Dak has a rough stretch. Romo comes in and plays lights out, and it's his team again. You know, you, yeah. you, you just never know. I mean, Zeke is probably just going to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we've, we've talked about the other three teams in the AFC North. Uh, the loss drops Baltimore to five and five. Still have the tiebreaker advantage over Pittsburgh, who's also five and five. This is going to come down to the wire with these two teams. I feel like um, I feel like the division is going to be so, up for grabs. It's probably going to come down to that uh, Christmas Eve game. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun. Uh, That's the Christmas Eve game, Ravens night. Steelers. Yep. Well, well, there are a lot of them, but that is, I believe, that's that the late like one, the, the marquee one. That's, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Well, that's, the... that's their color rush game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that division's tight. Um, Dallas, you know, nine and one now, nine straight wins after that opening night loss to to the Giants. Um, you got they still got a game with the Giants left on their schedule. They're nine and one. New York is seven and three, and Washington is six three and one. Um, oh no, my app. His app. I'm having so many problems with this thing today. <coughs> um, the app so just sneezed. It looks like uh, it looks like it's Dallas's right now. You know, a lot of things can change. They lose another game. New York keeps winning. Yeah. Could be could be the Giants going. You know, going to the playoffs in that division. Um, so we'll wait that out and see. Uh, as I mentioned, the Giants improved to seven and three. They beat the Bears twenty-two to sixteen. Yeah, that's another game where there's no second half scoring for one of those teams. Bears didn't score a single point in the second half. Second week in a row. And yeah, the New York Giants uh, put up all their points to the comeback. Um, you know, having been down in the first half. Uh, Eli, uh, pretty good game. 21 to 36, 227 yards, two touchdowns, and most importantly of all, no interceptions. Yep. Wait, Eli Manning didn't throw any interceptions? No interceptions. It's a huge deal. Uh, Victor Cruz came back from his injury, had a, had one catch, but it went for 48 yards. Jeez. Um, Odell Beckham had five for 46, kind of an average game for him. Nobody for the Giants went over 50 yards receiving. Wow. Um, they were able to pull out the win at home against the Bears. Um, he did spread that ball out a fair fair deal. Right, yeah. Um, so the loss drops the Bears to two and eight. Um, they're done, obviously. Oh um, yeah. Oh, actually, uh, note on Cleveland, they are officially eliminated from playoff contention. Oh, oh finally. Yeah. Just a quick heads up. Right. There. Only you took know. only took eleven weeks. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Bears pretty well out of it. Um, division leaders are uh, still Detroit and Minnesota after both won this weekend. Detroit had to come back against Jacksonville. Yeah, they did. Uh, they won that game twenty-six to nineteen. Um, Blake Bortles had a pair of touchdown passes to bring to get the Jags the lead. Uh, Stafford no touchdowns. Um, the only the only Lions offensive touchdown came on a one yard run by tight end Eric Ebron. Yeah, it was a it was a really good play too. Yeah, uh, they they drew that one up. I was listening to Ebron being interviewed after that game talking about how they drew it up earlier in the season and they said they you know we really want to use that and then this week they said we're going to use it and he said okay yeah. and they just went. He was really pumped for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's another that's another uh, Lions uh, come back fourth quarter win which i think was every single one of their wins yeah I, I no, I'm, yeah they, they've, yeah. they've trailed in the fourth All quarter of, of every game this year yep and so every single one of their wins has been a come from behind in the fourth win yeah um that's just how they've been doing it 
I know they'd prefer not to, but it's still impressive to be able to pull that off. Right. Um, but, but, you know, you want to see a first half. You want to see the Lions good for the whole game. Yeah. But Surprising stat for them, 14 rushing yards. Goodness, they did not. Team. They did no. not have a lot of offense. When I looked early in the in the in the second quarter, I think they had forty six yards of offense. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah, um, it wasn't a highlight real game for the Lions for, at all. As I said, only one offensive touchdown. The other two touchdowns, uh, Andre Roberts returned a punt fifty five yards for a touchdown. Yeah, Matt Prater missed the point after. Yeah, weird. Um, the Jaguars responded uh, with a Bortles pass to Robinson. Jason Myers missed the PAT. Was um, it Jason or Jamal? Their kicker? Yeah. Jason. I'm thinking of somebody then. I have no idea. Uh, the other touchdown for Detroit came on a Raphael Bush 39-yard interception turn. Um, yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. That so, one was fun. Uh, Tom and I, as I said, we were in Indianapolis, and actually we're probably going to get into that game next. Um, uh, the good thing about Indy, they've got these two gigantic video boards, and they were giving us the red zone break-ins yeah. uh, pre- pretty often. Yeah. Um, yeah, I noticed so, that when I was there. It's pretty. Yeah, they do a good job of getting it. Yeah, we didn't miss a lot of, the of the league. action. Yeah. so it was it was pretty nice. Although one thing that cracked me up, they're around the league scores that they put up on the on the rim. Yeah. of the stadium kept showing their own score. That's funny. It made me laugh. But um, so as I said, you know, Detroit stays tied for the lead. Uh, they roared back into first. Um, uh, I'm gonna keep using that all season, guys. It's it's not going away. They client they kind of clawed back in the first. They they really did in this game where they had to come from behind again against another against another cat team. Yes, against this, another bad team. Yeah, too. this was a true cat fight here. Jags and Lions. Yeah, I almost went to if that. If Mike wasn't suspended on the arm, you'd just drop it and walk out, right? <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, uh, yeah, I almost went to that game yesterday. but That was the other one Tom and I were talking about yeah. going to yesterday. But tickets for that somehow, somehow were twice as much as what Tom and I paid for Indy. Yeah, yeah. Tickets tickets were pretty high for the Lions game. And I was like, you know what? I got some other stuff I can do. You know, I went and worked on a movie with somebody yeah. instead. I mean, I had a productive weekend. <laughs> Not not watching a lot of sports. Yeah, I I did too. Though mine came with like eight hours of driving. Yeah, you know, so. as as it happens. Yeah, you know. no, good good weekend though. Um, so as I said, we were we were at that uh, Tennessee Indianapolis game. Um, it really looked like the Colts were running away with this game. Yeah, I was following the score because I knew you guys were there, and uh, I was like, well, there go the Colts. But yeah. Tennessee kind of made a thing of it. Yeah, it was twenty-one nothing with. Uh, Right, right down, you know, inside the two-minute warning in the first half, and yep. then Tennessee scored a quick, uh, quick touchdown at the end of the half. Um, tacked one on in the third, and then uh, the teams exchanged field goals in the fourth. Indy came out with a 24-17 win. There was just this feeling all throughout the second half that the Titans were going to pull this off. Yeah, and it, I, I, I think it was just a, just a couple of small miscues and and a very poorly executed fake punt that kept them from yeah. from making the comeback. I mean, okay, so they ran this fake punt. Um, they snap it to the up back. One of the uh, one of the guys on the wing comes around. He pitches it back to him for an end around, and he gets tackled for a loss. Now, I thought the play would have worked much better uh, if that was a passing fake. Yeah. Throw the end, you know, do the end around, have him roll out, and throw it to a guy crossing the field. Yeah. I think that would have worked out a little bit better. Um, there were a lot of a lot of those trick plays in this game. Uh, one that led to uh, Indy's second touchdown. Uh, Andrew Luck a couple times had spread out. He he lined up in the backfield and then just sprinted out to the side to line up at wide receiver. Frank Gore took direct snaps. A couple times he ran it up the middle. Well, this time Andrew Luck comes sprinting back in. Gore pitches it to him. 
on an end around and luck find uh luck was looking long couldn't find anybody but came back and threw it back to gore who yeah. then took it 50 something yards down the sideline <laughs> to set up a touchdown it was, yeah. a, it was just a really impressive play by luck how he he was able to realize that he's not going to get it into triple coverage down the field and just dump it off to gore who really was nowhere in his field of view yeah yeah it's about adapting you know you have this big elaborate thing drawn up and then you realize all of a sudden it's gone what do i got yeah you check down it was very well defended by the titans just nobody leaked out to cover gore when he leaked out from the backfield so right um but no it set up their second touchdown and kind of set the tone for the first half um uh, you know i at that point, I, I was expecting something like, you know, a couple years back, I was I was up in Lambeau for the 55-14 to 14 Sunday Night Football blowout of the Bears. I was kind of expecting that when it got to be 21 to nothing with 10 minutes left in the second. Yeah. I'm like, well, here we go again. And then that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of games like that where they're just, there's a lot of first half or second half scoring. You know, yeah. you, you had a lot of incomplete games yesterday. Or a lot of games where just teams took turns, yeah, decided which half they wanted to excel in. Yeah, the, the Colts again, only had three points in the second half, and it was right. They they were the last three points of the game. They were. You know, it was yeah. a field goal to essentially seal it. Yeah, put them up seven. So uh, Marcus Mariota started off slow. He got sacked five times on three. Three of them were fairly early, uh, but he finished the game with 290 passing yards, two touchdowns, one just gorgeous dart. Um, Oh, I'm trying to remember which. Uh, that was the one to Tajay Sharp down the middle for 34 yards. Yeah. Gorgeous play fake. Sharp's running. He's got three steps on the defender. Mariota puts it right on him as he's going into the end zone. Um, just uh awesome play by Mariota. Uh, Luck had himself pretty good day, too. Uh, 15 of 28 for 262, two touchdowns. He had one, one of his touchdown passes. Um, it was one to T.Y. Hilton. Two yards out. He's rolling right, fires it in. T.Y. Hilton just pulled it out of the defensive back's arms. I thought for sure it was an interception. Yeah, yeah that's the one where he, had, uh, he caught it, he hops out. <laughs> he yep. he kind of went out of the end zone and then back in just yeah. to make sure he gets the touchdown. Um, I got video of that from my from my seat. Um, I like Sometimes I'll, just, I'll put the camera on and I'll record. I don't ever watch through the view because I'm there to yeah, you know, wanna watch s- the game. You want to see it with your own eyes. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. This one actually worked out, except literally right after he catches the ball, the woman in front of me jumps up and blocks the view damn her <laughs> <laughs> so i did i did get the uh i did get the catch but not the hopping out of the end zone and, and hopping back in um actually I had another discussion i do want to have uh if we have time later no about, fans at sports about standing at sports oh. wanna, there was a big do at one of the games um so uh so with that outcome, uh, the AFC South breaks down like this. Uh, you got Houston at six and three. They play tonight against Oakland down in Mexico. The Colts are now five and five. The Titans are five and six, and the Jaguars are two and eight. So it's still a mess. It is still a mess. I don't think anyone's out of it except for the Jaguars. And then you never truly know. Yeah. If they if they win their last six. <laughs> yeah, they could be tied and they could have a four way tie. Yeah, it was disappointing to see that one. Uh, There's this one Jags player on the bench who is who is not handling the 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 loss very well. He was he was kind of crying a little bit and uh, and I'm reading the story and. And it made sense to me. Uh, these kids come from these great college programs where they're not used to losing. You know, you got this, I think it was somebody out of Florida 
Was it Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State? Yeah, it was Jalen Ramsey. And he comes out, you, you come out of Florida State, you're not used to losing, and then you go and you play for the Jags. And, you know, yeah, you know who the Jags are when you got drafted by them, but you still think, you think it's going to be different when you get there. Things are going to turn around. You go from you go from winning all these games in college to losing all these games in the pros, and it's just like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, your life just spins around, and I get it. Like, like I, I see him sitting down there taking a loss like that and just, like, like thinking, like, what the heck did I get? get into that you know that sucks like it really does suck for that kid but that's the kind of guy that you want i mean i know he's a rookie this year but yeah you look at that passion and you realize that he's gonna be the leader of that defense in a year or two i hope i hope it doesn't break him like that's that's the thing when you see these guys down there you're just like like my god like whatever hope they had it's just gone i guess yeah you don't want to see that but Uh, hopefully it turns into something positive for him and that he can take that that emotion and that energy yeah i mean because it's a reality check but the unfortunate thing is not everybody gets stuck with the reality check of playing for the jags right you know some people get lucky and get drafted to a really good team or yeah uh well i mean you look at like an example just comes to my mind because he's a packer but a guy like eddie lacy yeah who you know he played for a national title at alabama and whatever and then gets drafted by the packers who have had a winning record every single year he's been there so he didn't he didn't have to go through that kind of thing right and you just he's injured this year but you wonder how he would be handling going through this season with green bay right now if he was on the field right yeah but yeah i don't know it just stinks because the jags you know the jags are always bad um and the, they're they're always bad despite some flashy players and some really talented guys. Yeah. Everybody was all over Blake Bortles preseason. Everybody thought he was going to be MVP candidate. He was going to yeah. lead them to the playoffs. And he's been one of their bigger problems this year. Yeah. No, it just it sucks to see that, but it makes complete sense. Um, you know, you got people always. You know, it's really easy for people that watch football and don't do anything else. Uh, with their lives to like laugh at a guy who's crying, but like I'm 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 looking at it and I'm reading it and I'm like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. You came from a pro. You are used to winning. You are used to winning. You're not used to this. You're not used to being a laughing stock team, right? You know, and the Jags are one of those laughing stock teams. Uh, I mean, you you feel for the kid. Yeah, it and, sucks. You hope he grows from it. Yeah, or you hope that he's able to find some success in his career. But I mean, even. It, even if he does continue to play for losers, if he you look you do look at some of these bad teams and they still have that one guy that no matter how bleak it is, he's the stand like Joe Thomas in Cleveland. JJ Watt. No matter yeah. <laughs> no matter how well he's at least had some playoff some playoff experience. Yeah, that's true. But you know, a guy like Joe Thomas, no matter how bleak it is, he has towed the company line for years. He finally snapped yesterday. But yeah, he's yeah. been a positive force in that locker room, despite all of the losing in Cleveland. Yeah. So hopefully Jalen Ramsey can grow from that and become that type of player. Hopefully he doesn't have to go through the losing. Hopefully the Jags can turn it around and be competitive in his career, or he gets to go somewhere else. Or at least in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I sometimes forget that this team is younger than me. And yeah. I sometimes... I, 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 I sometimes have trouble accepting that we have a 32-team league when so when certain ones are just bad all the time. Well, this, this, like, it's so hard for me to, like, with the Jags just bad every year. It's like, what's the point of having some of these teams? Yeah. The, the Jaguars this year are uh, they're old enough to drink. Oh, good. Congratulations to Jacksonville Jaguars. So they can drown their sorrows, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so another, uh, another Florida team. Uh, this one's doing quite a bit better. Tampa Bay. 
beat Kansas City 19-17 to yesterday. In Kansas City. In Kansas City. 10-game win streak. I had toyed with the them. idea. Oh, yeah, yep. It's a colder place than Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, I, I had toyed with the idea of going to this game. Ultimately didn't because it's like a 10-hour drive. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tampa Bay got solid game all around. Nothing really too flashy. Uh, Winston did go for 331 and a touchdown. Um, Mike Evans had 105 yards. Uh, Kansas City just... I don't know. They couldn't really get it going offensively uh, for for any stretch of, of time. Um, then early field goal, touchdown right before the half, and then nothing in the second half until about two and a half minutes left. They were able to put together a little drive and uh, pull within two. Um, and all the missed extra points and missed field goals yesterday, Robert Agayo was perfect. Was he? Perfect. Um, he went... Uh, he was four for four on extra points and one for one on field goals. And Kansas, can, or no, sorry, four for four on field goals, one for one on extra points. Sorry. Kansas can be a windy kind of place. <laughs> yeah, can't, but that team though, that that team though, um, I feel they're going to slip right out of this. Yeah, they didn't. They're not. They're not impressive. Kansas they, City Chiefs are not impressive. They didn't show any urgency in this game. Well, I mean, the good thing for them is that they're still in the thick of a battle for. Right for the the division, not just the wild card. Right, but um, if the rest of their division keeps playing well, right. But you get that you get that point where division games are always so much more competitive, and you don't yeah. always you know it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. Well, even if the Chiefs go to the playoffs, I feel they're going to waste it. Probably, you know, I feel that I feel that their spot's just going to be wasted if they make it. There are those teams where it's like I don't want to see them go just because I know it's not going to be even competitive when they get there. Yeah, um, it's a shame. I mean, they're, they're facing so many injuries. Like it seems like every week there's a different running back for them getting hurt. Like uh, Jamal Charles had his issues. Ware had an issue. Um, I guess Charles had a second knee surgery recently. He had a. I think he had a scope a done scope. on it. He yeah. gets hurt every day. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's always injured. Uh, he's always been one of my favorite Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I've always liked him. I just I feel so bad for him. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, loss puts puts the Chiefs at seven and three, tied right now for second uh, with the Broncos. As as we said, the Raiders play the Texans tonight. So. It's just mind blowing to see a team at seven and three tied for second, right, in their division. That yeah. seems like a really good record. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, at at seven and three, they're better than the division leaders in the AFC North and AFC South right now, and they'd be the sixth seed. Right. So yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, that division's really tight yeah. at the top. The win brings Tampa to five and five. They're only a game back of Atlanta. Yeah. Um. So they could they could maybe do it if they're showing signs of life here at this time of the year. I mean, they they have showed improvement all season long. They've gotten better and better. Right. Yeah. They have. So and Atlanta, like we said, they could go either way. Well, they've split the season series. Uh, Tampa won in Atlanta to open the year. Yeah. And then uh. Two weeks ago, Atlanta won in Tampa. So the rest of the way, Tampa's got Seattle at San Diego, New Orleans at Dallas at New Orleans, Carolina. That's interesting. I don't want to say that any of those are a surefire win. Right. But I, there are some wins in there. Though. But there are definitely wins there. Um, and, I mean, let's see. So if they pull out half of these, yeah, they're 8-8. Eight and eight, Right. Which is where we think Atlanta we will be. Atlanta could be. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, it, it's it's entirely possible we have a tie up there at the top. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Atlanta was on the bye week uh, this week, so get a rest, maybe uh, rethink what you've been doing the last few weeks. Right. Um, so uh, talked about Minnesota staying up there with Detroit in the NFC North. They beat the Arizona Cardinals thirty to twenty four yesterday. Yeah, that was a game. Um, Minnesota still a terrible offensive team. 
Yes. Uh, Kai Forbath missed an extra point. He was the guy they brought in to replace Blair Walsh. Yeah, because they got defensive scores and uh, special team scores, too, in those 30 points yep. yesterday. They did They did have two touchdowns on offense. Uh, Bradford to Thielen for 16, and uh, Matt Azadia had a touchdown run. But Xavier Rhodes returned an interception 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, 101. 100. 100. And one. No, 100. Um, Fine, whatever. And Corduroy Patterson. I call him Corduroy. Uh, Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson. Who who wore socks of himself. Did he really? He was wearing socks yesterday that had himself on his socks. That's amazing. Um, And that's how you return on a 104-yard touchdown return. Yeah. So Well, that four-yard kick return. Nobody tries to tackle you. That's Yeah, that was one of the highlights they put up in the stadium. He was flying. Yeah, he was so fast, and nobody got within a yard of him. No, it's like amazing. Yeah, no, it's like he had directions. Like it's it's like it's like they gave him directions of like when when to turn where because he just flew through there. Yeah, I I I felt at the time that Minnesota had wasted a draft pick when they picked this kid in the first round. I still kind of feel like that because he's not he's not part of the offensive game plan at all. But watching him return kicks, yeah, that was something. Yeah, it's so without that, without those returns, Vikings are in trouble. Yes, you know, scoring wise, without those returns, uh, the Cardinals have more points on the board. Yeah, so but um, then it is it is a full team game and. Whether you're getting points directly from your defense and special teams or you're just getting really good field position yeah. from them, it's a big part of the game. It is. No, it is. But, yeah, you need to see the Vikings need to still work on those things yeah. with their offense. They still need to work on those things if they want to stay in this. Well, yeah, well they, they need to s- work on a trade for uh Well, that's, for that's long done. Trade deadline was three weeks ago. Yep. Um, but this sets up an epic showdown in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Roll the NFL Films music. The 6-4 Vikings will take on the 6-4 Lions. Winner will take sole possession of first place in the NFC North and have the inside track to the division crown. That game's at 1230. We talked about Washington and Dallas playing. That's at 4.30, and Tom Steelers will take on the Colts in Indy, a battle of five and five teams at 8.30. For the soul of their divisions, probably. Yeah, something like that. I will miss a good chunk of the first half of the Detroit game, because I will be at work, because the healthcare industry does not close nope. on the holidays. Yeah, that Vikings-Lions uh, game, I'm actually really looking forward to watching that. Um, so I, d- I know we're going to do, do picks for all these games and whatever, and obviously nobody gets on our Facebook, so... We'll do scores for these games when we pick them, but right now, uh, who do you guys think is going to win this Minnesota-Detroit game? Detroit. Detroit. I think Minnesota pulls out the surprise. Yeah. I think Detroit's going to rebound from this week. Detroit uh, will get their offense going in full. Yeah. yeah. I think they're good. Even as, as good as Minnesota's defense is, they're not going to be playing with the same fire that the Lions will. And, uh, and Detroit, you know, like I said, they're rebounding. They're rebounding from a win. Uh, yeah, you know? a very poor win. Yeah, but I mean, they still won. I think they're gonna. Get, I think they realize how bad that game was. Yeah, and I think that they're gonna rebound from it because Detroit's been good at that this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I think Minnesota's gonna come in and steal one. I think their offense might click for a week. Bradford, Bradford, I, I expect to have a pretty solid game, and I don't expect many. Uh, I don't expect any turnovers from Minnesota. I think I think they'll be clean with the football and pull out the win. Washington, Dallas. Oh boy. Um. Pass. <laughs> K 
can't pass. Can't pass. I'll say Dallas just because they're at home and they've they've got the two hottest players in in the league in terms of production wise. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dallas too. Honestly. Same here. Yeah, I don't think Washington's defense is enough. No, well, they showed that by letting Green Bay pass all over them. Yep. Yeah, they did. They were kind of Green Bay's offense is terrible. Yeah. No, so. I, I I think Washington's really good, but I don't see them. Uh, I don't know. I don't see them doing it. I don't yeah. see their defense being enough to stop Dallas at home on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Pittsburgh Indy. Uh, Pittsburgh, if oh, no. they can get to Andrew Luck as often as they got to. There's no, the Browns there's no if. you got to make your pick. You think they will, you say Pittsburgh. If you don't think they will. Given the way Indy's offensive line played last week, I see the Steelers getting four sacks and winning a close one. All right. But Tom says the Steelers. I also think the Steelers will win. I think, it, again, I think it will be a close one. Man. I am going to say the Colts. I knew you were going to say that. say the Colts. So we're all on Dallas, and I'm alone on Minnesota, and I'm alone on Indianapolis. I could see the one flipping easiest for me, I think, is the Steelers game. Yes. Um, I feel. Know. I actually feel the same way. Yeah, that's the closest one, I think. Um, maybe it's just maybe it's because I just watched Indianapolis. Yeah. And wa- and watched their defense terrorize Mariota for for an entire half, and they did kind of terrorize him in the second half, but he was able to break away from some of those defenders that got their free releases. Well, in in, in all fairness, Pittsburgh's offensive line is miles ahead of Tennessee's. I, don't know, I mean, Tennessee's offensive line isn't really a weakness for them. They're just a little bit banged up, but I'm pretty sure they had all five starters yesterday. I, don't know, I just I, I I just think that the Steelers' offensive line is, is probably in the top ten in the league in terms of pass blocking. Oh, we will see. Like I said, we'll probably pick scores for those games, get them up uh, probably the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, we all got family to be with, the same family to be with. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's at your house. Yeah, well, yeah, now you know how I <laughs> No, No, actually, that's great. It means I've got places to retire to. Right, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I shall retire to my room. David can escape. Yeah. Um, I so, might buy a mini fridge by then, too, Tom. Ooh. I'm gonna come up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I plan to have an ejector seat. <laughs> Tom's bringing his ejector seat to the party. If things get uh, get too rough, I'll just uh, hit the button and <laughs> right through the roof. Oh, boy. Uh, so one more note from this uh, Arizona-Minnesota game. Cardinals head coach... Cardinals head coach, I slurred that. I'm not drunk, I promise. Bruce Arians, hospitalized with chest pain. Tests have been favorable so far. I do not know about that. When did that develop? Just came across now. Shoot. Oh, man. So... Well, good luck to you. Good health, hopefully. Yeah. We wish, you know, we, we don't want to see that kind of stuff. I like Arians a lot. Yeah, I do too. I really liked him for a while. Yeah, Tom liked him when he was a Stealer. Yeah. yeah. Our offense was great. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a really good coach, too. He should be, yeah. he should be all right. Yeah. Um, Wishing the best of health. I mean, he's always that bright red, so I just like, <laughs> how do you know that you're having an issue? Yeah. He's um, an interesting, he, he's an interesting personality. Yeah. I really do like to watch him talk you know and i like to watch pressers that he's in it's so fired up yeah like the well like the way he started out the one yesterday just saying you know just to let you all know i'm not going to talk about officials it's that that's him making his comment about officials like (laughs) what if nobody asked him anything yeah you know uh that puts us into the late games um Jared Goff started for the Rams. Yeah, he did. Finally. And now we know why Jeff Fisher was keeping him on the shelf so long. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, you got... 
You're 11 weeks in or whatever. Yeah, 17 to 31 for 134 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, um, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's a whatever first game yeah. for him. It's you know, um, not so much you can really say about his outing. Here's the thing though, they were winning that game 10 to nothing up until four minutes left in then the fourth quarter. Yeah, the Rams defense just collapsed entirely. Yeah, um, Tannehill led two drives. Uh, had touchdown passes to Jarvis Landry with four minutes and two seconds left and to Devontae Parker with 36 seconds left to win the game. Yeah. Um, Tannehill was 24 or 34 for 172. It was pouring out in California. These, yeah. These teams combined for 467 yards yeah. of offense. It, it was a rough, sloppy game. Yeah, that's rain for you. Um, but... Those are those are my favorite types of game to, games to watch. Gurley had a touchdown. He did. Uh, Seventy six yards is on the ground as well. Yeah. Um, still hasn't really gotten it going this year. Nope. And I don't think he will. No. I mean, they're at a point where they're not playing for anything anymore. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it was a twenty four yarder, the one that he had yesterday. Yeah. But uh, no, I. Well, now that was a third of his his yardage total. Right. Right. Where so we're at, you know yeah we are at that point in the season where it's like we can't really gauge how good these guys are by what they do if they're on certain teams. I mean, he's still going to be running the ball, but he's not going to be, yeah. Right. He's not going to be playing. We're not going to see superstar highlights out of him. Yeah. Stuff um, like that because it just doesn't matter. The the loss brings the Rams to four and six. I mean, they're well out of it. Seattle's seven, two, and one. Um, And the win keeps Miami right in the thick of the wild card chase. They're six and four, only a game back of the two teams that hold the wild card. So Miami not done. It's just so weird. They are uh, <laughs> not done. Like, they I'm, are going to blow it. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm not convinced that they will. It's just so weird to be talking about Miami at this part of the year. Yeah. I think they they finally got the coach they need in in Adam Gase. I I really do. Um. So I think Miami's healthy when it comes to the personnel and stuff. Yeah. They're well. They're healthy enough. I mean, they got some more stuff to do. I'm still not sure Tannehill's the answer. I think now he's got the right coach. He may be. Yeah, he could be. I mean, yesterday, yesterday's but, game aside, with you know, with the yeah. weather and everything, he he hasn't played that poorly poorly this yeah. year like he has in past years. So, right. but they have collapsed down the stretch the past couple of years. We will wait and see. But well, coming up, they've got uh, San Francisco at so home. There's a win. Uh, they go to Baltimore, and then Arizona comes to town. And then they play the Jets, followed by Buffalo both on the road and they finish up uh in miami against the patriots every okay. one of those games is winnable yeah except the patriots game i think it's winnable except the Patriots by tom clancy no god rest his soul um no, i i fully believe that it's winnable um for a number of reasons chief among them uh the way the rest of these teams are playing new england may have locked up home field advantage by then that is the last game of the year belichick's not gonna rest people yeah, they'll still want to play hard against Miami being in the same division. I think just to well, spite them. Especially if, if they manage to uh, somehow drop a game somewhere and Miami doesn't lose. Right, yeah. But if things – here's the thing. If things get rough and they do have that one-game cushion, if things get rough, they will take their foot off the gas. And Miami, you know. But that aside, even without that, I still think it's a winnable game for Miami. Yeah. If they get a, a rainy, messy game like they got uh, yesterday – and they they play a tough physical defense, and you know we got Sue down there. They, yeah, they uh, which you know I'm so glad he's not in Detroit anymore because I don't hear about his antics as much. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I am too. I I forgot that Sue existed. Yeah, I still really really dislike him. Um, and I don't. I've got a lot of Lions fan friends who would defend him to me constantly. 
whenever he'd you know pull one of his dirty acts of stomping on someone or yeah. uh you know kicking a guy in the in the groin i'm sure that at least one of them may have been accidental trying to twist someone's head off uh, you know these guys would just defend him nonstop, and i'm like at some point you guys can't defend him anymore it's it's there's a pattern yeah he's a liability and look what the the lions are doing all right without him yeah well they're not they're uh way down in uh personal foul penalties since yeah. he left yeah way down he's an amazing talent so. but he's also a moron yeah <laughs> So, so Miami has won five straight games. Yeah. Um, and you know, Tom just read through the rest of their schedule. It could be nine straight by the time they go to Buffalo. Yeah, it could be. That will be a tough game for them, especially the weather will have turned and, uh, it will be, it will be an ugly game. Yeah. It will be that side of the lake at that time of year. Oh, it could be hell. But you know, I mean, it, it could be nine straight by the time they get to Buffalo and that right there puts them at 10 wins. Yeah. So. Um, I, I think they've got a decent chance. I'm not going to say that they're going to do it, but I think they're going to be right in the conversation for that wild card until the end of the season. Yeah. So, um, other game out in California yesterday, New England beat San Francisco 30 to 17. Shock, shocking game. Uh, thing that was really in, shocking in was that, that, in that New England didn't score 60. Yeah. Uh, another sloppy game though. The yeah. thing that was really shocking, Colin Kaepernick had a perfect passer rating through the first half. Yeah. Um, that plummeted and he finished with a 97.4 passer rating. Still not bad. It's not bad, but when you, <laughs> when you consider what he did in the first half, yeah. look at the second half. I mean, he, he was 16 to 30 for 206 yards and two touchdowns. Right. Yeah. No, it was not a bad game for him. But New England's defense is not that good, honestly. Um, Well, that's why. So, I mean, so imagine, Tom, what Michael was just saying. Imagine when Miami faces. Right. You know, if Kaepernick can be perfect through one half. Tannehill can probably do it through the whole game. Tannehill could do it through, yeah. uh, Two, maybe three halves. The question is, (laughs) can they match them score for score? Well, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, they have a stingier defense than San Francisco yeah. does. Yeah. I was I was surprised that it it was um it was only thirteen to ten at the half. Yeah, it was like it was the field conditions. And it was it was the weather, the rain, and the wind. And that's that's the way it stayed until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, this is another game where we had a missed extra point. Stephen Goskowski missed one. <gasps> Who? Yeah. He's one of the good ones. Yeah. Steven Gaskowski missed a missed an extra point, so I um, guess there were are no good ones left then. No, the no, Janikowski no. gets to miss one in Mexico tonight. Yeah, he's not gonna miss. I'm he's, telling you, okay. it's, it's in Mexico. You're like three miles in the air. Yeah, it's so miss. much further. It is so much further <laughs> yeah. above sea level, even than even than Denver is. That, gonna, that ball's gonna land in the ocean or the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know which way the stadium I, faces. I but. told Tom, I want I want them to trot him out there to try a seventy yarder. That will, that record will never be broken. Yeah, he'll not it through it'll never be broken on uh, mexican the the mexican fans will love it too yeah. they'll be like wow look at that <laughs> let's yeah. just do it nfl if you want to sell this game to mexico talk to the oakland this raiders is- and get janikowski to bang in a 70 yarder this is the way i'm sure i'll be knocking him in during uh pre-game warm-ups oh i know yeah i know he will he, he's always doing stuff like that in warm-ups uh but anyway so back to the patriots game uh brady was 24 of 40 280 yard 280 yards and four touchdowns um, LeGarrette Blunt had 124 yards on the ground. Uh, for you know, for the Niners, the stat you kind of expect. Uh, Carlos Hyde, solid, solid game, 86 yards, 4.5 average. Um, they still really don't have any wide receivers to be throw, you know, for Kaepernick to be throwing it to. So, um, the uh, the loss drops them to one and nine. And the uh, win takes New England to eight and two. Um, oh, they're uh, they're really looking forward to that number two overall pick. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I actually think that San Francisco is a worse team than Cleveland. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty bad. I I don't have many reasons to give for it, Just but just watching these teams, I feel like San Francisco is worse than Cleveland. If they played head-to-head this year, I think Cleveland would beat them by 15, 20 points. If Cleveland could have a, a quarterback for more than one week at a time so that they can get some sort of consistency going, so that they can get some sort of rapport going with the receivers. RG3 is on his way back. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah, I, I saw that, but I don't know. You know, you bring bring him back in, and he hasn't seen anyone on the field in right. 10 weeks. But if he gets to start for maybe three weeks in a row, maybe that third week they get to pull out a win because there's finally some uh, some gelling going on in the, in the offense. But... I, when they picked him up, I thought that, they could cause some trouble in the AFC North, and then he went down, and that went bye bye. Yeah, well, and they've had—I mean, they've had tons of other injuries too. Two of their offensive linemen, a uh, bunch of guys on defense. Uh, uh, Corey Coleman bre- breaking his hand in the third game of the year, yeah. put him out for six weeks or whatever. So he, you know, he just got back last week. Um, no, I, I really, truly believe uh, San Francisco is the worst team in the league right now. Um, follow. Actually, I mean, I cannot. I cannot argue with you about that. Follow closely by Chicago and then Cleveland. Chicago, I'm not sure. They're hard to gauge, in my opinion. I, I do agree that San Francisco is awful. They're just an awful team. Like nobody knows what the heck to do there. You know, the whole quarterback thing. It's like they're just like even with, with like Cap had a great had a had a great game. Sure. And it's not really about him. It's about the team just not knowing who to play. Yeah. They just don't know what to do. They have no idea what to do. That yeah. That's that's kind of the issue. And you're seeing the same thing with the Browns. They're, they're, like, neither team knows what the heck to do. We we sort of saw it with the Bears where it's like, why don't we just stick with, uh, who's their backup? Hoyer? Oh, it was Hoyer, Hoyer before yeah. he uh, broke his arm right. against Green Bay. Yeah, right. It was Hoyer. Hoyer was going to be their quarterback. Because yeah. <laughs> Cutler was, was going to be the right choice. Yeah, Cutler was hurt, right? So Hoyer got the, sh- got the shot. Yeah. And and then if Hoyer would have started winning some games, who knows? We could have a, a Dallas-sized uh, quarterback question. Yeah. I. But so, uh, Tom yeah. and I discussed something on the way uh, back from the game last night. It's a little game we're going to play. Uh, and I'm actually going to add I'm gonna add to it uh, when we get to it. I do want to finish these games really quickly. Um, Seattle beat Philadelphia 26-15. to uh, Another kind of sloppy game. Um, Russell Wilson had a touchdown catch yes yeah he get, he uh flipped the ball to baldwin who put it up as he was getting hit yeah baldwin had a nice throw there because he got that out while getting hit and landed it right on russell wilson for that touchdown pass that yeah. was really cool to watch very, yeah very that was nice very, trick play. And, well, and it's funny too and i know that um uh i don't know what network i was watching this on but i know they mentioned something there about russell wilson proving that he's got his mobility back yeah, by yeah, catching that he's, ball he's got his legs back yeah so that that was really cool to watch I love plays like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny. So when they were in the Super Bowl uh, the two years in a row and even last year and the year before the Super Bowl run, I just hated the Seahawks. Yeah. Just hated them. I can't stand Pete Carroll. I can't stand Marshawn Lynch. Richard Sherman is one of the most annoying men on the planet. <laughs> um, it was it was hard to get used to the Seahawks because they represented they, – they, they were a kind of football – that we didn't really have. Yeah. Well, like, they they came in and they played the villain 
they, so well. And they yeah. had an attitude and a personality about them that we weren't used to. They made America root for the Patriots. Yeah. Well, I I got I kind of been a little turned around on the Seahawks though. Like I really like watching them now. Uh, yeah, I kind of have too. And but, I love Richard Sherman. But <laughs> I am fully prepared for once the playoffs roll around for me to start hating them again yeah. because of something that happens in the playoffs. Right. Well, when Sherman first showed up, I was like, ah, I can't stand this guy. Yeah. Shut up. But I'm like, well, uh, I started listening to what he was saying, and I'm like. You know what? I like this guy. Well, I like what he's saying. I like how he plays. The thing that kind of turned it around for me is he kind of stopped talking because he's been getting torched. He's gotten torched a couple of times pretty bad this year. And yeah. so he has not been running but, his mouth. So I can I, I found some respect for him because he was <laughs> talking when he was making the he's plays. Just, and then when he wasn't. Yeah, well, when he, he talks, didn't talk as much. So when he talks about a lot of stuff, he's such a smart guy. Like you, yeah. can, you can see, man. Like there's a lot going on in his head. Like he, he is a very, he's a bright guy. Yeah. So I love watching him. Um, I just the the, Rus- the Russell game. Wilson. I was never, I wasn't sold on Russell Wilson right off the bat. I'm still not. And and like he still has he's his, a likable guy. Right. I, I, I yeah. feel like he's he's proven like himself he, in my eyes that he can be that uh that franchise quarterback yeah, yeah he's he's proved to me that he can that he yeah that he's a franchise quarterback for sure he's not yeah he's an interesting one he's a quandary i feel I'm there not, are times I'm where not, i'm like man look at that then there are times where i'm like why didn't the seahawks put up more points yeah i'm not but, sold on him as that tom brady peyton manning aaron Rodgers no, type no, of guy no. but, but, he still, was, but he i am sold on him that. as that joe flacco He's still a pro bowler, uh, you know. Ben Roethlisberger he's that, type of guy. Where he's, he's a got second this, tier guy, yeah. right at the top of the second tier. And of course, I'm talking about Joe Flacco pre-injury because this year Joe Flacco, no. Yeah, um, but I feel it. I, I do feel that. Yeah, Russell Wilson's a guy you could put on any team and expect some success. Yeah. Um. No, I I love the guy. Uh. I, I love Richard Sherman. Now I love that team. Have, I I always cousin who's a Seahawks fan. Yeah. She, yeah. Li- she, she lives, lives up C- there. She lives in Seattle. Yeah. And uh, she she would give me some crap here and there when when the Seahawks and Packers are playing when, when Green Bay won last year I gave her a little um and she she has even said that there are times where you know yeah she doesn't really care for this player or that player or you know she wasn't fully sold on Russell Wilson too so yeah not all of their fans are the jerks that the 12 man that the 12th man or you know come off as on TV well I, I feel like that's that's true of any decent fan of any team I, no, if you I, can yeah. say you know I don't like this guy even though he plays for you or for your team rather then that that's that's the hallmark of a of a rational fan. Yeah, a rational fan of a good fan, a quote good yeah, fan. Yeah. Well, we're four we're four or five years into this new Seahawks team. Yeah, and so we're now getting to see what a franchise like this is going to be yeah. like. You know, I, I, they're they're interesting to watch every week now. Um, like I, said, I I still expect once the postseason hits. I'm going to go back to hating the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, there's no doubt in my mind about that. But, right. Yeah, like, I don't know how far I'll root for them. But it I, depends on who they're playing against, I, I guess. think that's what they want. Like, I mean... I'm, oh, they love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, they, like, they like absolutely when, love uh, it. When LeBron went down to Miami, he went down there and he embraced that role of everyone hates me now, so yeah. I'm just going to be that guy. I'll be. I'll play the villain if yeah. that's what you want. Like for me, looking at looking at the the state of the NFC playoff race, like I would root for the Seahawks over whichever team comes out of the NFC North. Just that's part of being a Packers fan. But other than that, I think I'd root for Dak and the Cowboys. I'd root for Eli and the Giants. I would root for the Falcons or the Bucks. Yeah, I might root for the Giants over them. I'm I, not sure. Yeah, da- I, Dallas and Dallas and Seattle. I'm not sure. Just just the Dak and Zeke thing this year, I think I would be rooting for Dallas. Yeah, right. I, I won't say I'll be rooting for them, 
Bellaby not rooting against them actively. There's a Tom answer. That is one of the most Tom <laughs> things in the world. There was an episode but, but of I our get show. It. There but, was an episode we, of our show early but on. But we know what he means. Where we asked a question and Tom gave two separate answers that met in the middle. <laughs> I, I, I am that way sometimes in my head, but you, I, I try to resolve it before. <laughs> well, look, we've got one side of the coin. We've got the other and, side of the coin. And I represent the edge of the yes, coin. Yes, Tom, Tom is sitting between us. So I guess there's... That he but is, you and he, I agree on everything. He is the middle line. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not been a lot of argument. We we try to disagree more, and it's really hard to. It, well, you know, again, you know, being raised in the same family, we're all just what, so charismatic that we win each other over on basically every argument. Always, that's what it is. It's a charisma that we all right. see. I don't year. agree about that. I have no charisma whatsoever, <laughs> and that's why you're the you're the flip side, I guess, or the middle, or whatever the hell we've decided. <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. Um, so Sunday night. I what are we doing? Oh, have we gotten there yet? Uh, yeah, I believe we have. So Washington beat Green Bay, forty-two Michael, to twenty-four. Michael was hoping there were other games. He's like looking around trying to make up teams. Was, yeah. He's like the Bobcats and the Stormhounds. <laughs> Stormhounds is a sweet name. Oh man, dibs. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna name my team in. Uh, Had a game and then. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so for the Packers, uh, Rodgers went over 300 yards, 351, three touchdowns. Um, he was their leading rusher again. Christine Michael, who they picked up from the Seahawks, did not suit up. Jerry Cook came back, had 105 yards and a touchdown in his first game back, but also had a costly lost fumble at the end of the game. Yep. Um, that basically, it, it, it put it away. It was game over at that point. Yeah, that was it. Uh, for the Skins, Kirk Cousins, 375 yards, three touchdowns, uh, 145.8 quarterback rating. Um so every time I looked up, I was watching. I watched this entire game. I was also working on some stuff, uh, um, but I had the game on the whole time. I was, and every time I looked up, Washington ripped off something big. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was just they were. It was like this. Packers don't have a secondary. Yeah. So it's just not. Well, there. they don't. None of their starting cornerbacks from the beginning of the season are are healthy. Yeah. They're, they're three. Yeah. Their top three cornerbacks have been injured. And, and then we lost another one last night. And they've got. There were so many injuries last night. It yeah. seemed Packers just dropping like yeah. flat. They're, they've gotten so so play out of out of their safeties. You know, Haha yeah. Clinton Dix has been there. You know, for part of the game, and then he's not there. And yeah, he got beat last night. Yeah. on a um, few things so I'm, I'm gonna read off the score from uh from halftime all right it was thir- it was 13 to 10 at half for washington then it was 16 to 10 then it was 22 to 10 green bay carved into it it was 22 to 17 29 to 17 green bay carved into it 29 to 24 with 10 minutes left yeah that's when it was getting a little shaky yep as a game i was and like then, hmm, here they come uh, Washington responds with another big play, 35-24, the turnover, 42-24. And as I said, I picked Washington, and I nailed this final score. Yeah, he nailed the I score. I was late getting the graphic up, but I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't change it afterwards. I didn't I didn't do we this didn't, to prove that I was right. When I put the graphic up, Washington, I believe, was just about to score their the second-to-last touchdown. Yeah. Or they, they were just about to or just did Yeah. But can, when I posted it. We can show you the screenshots um, and, and with well, timestamps Well, the timestamp is going to be different because of the upload time. Um, I, I didn't have any Wi-Fi or anything like that at the time. So Not on the file itself, so kinda. you'll see the created Yeah, when, whenever it was created, you'll see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to see. Yeah, you'll be able to see when I create. So yeah, Michael got this well, actually, one right. The created time is like four days ago. So 
Yeah. So um, yeah. So Michael got the t- got the score right on this one. Yeah. Uh, like nailed it. And uh, I <laughs> I texted. Uh, I said in all caps, "How does it feel to be right, Michael?" <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean, he, obviously last week they weren't going to the playoffs. So whatever, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We fired McCarthy last week. Um, who are we firing this week? I actually I was thinking about well, this. Texas yesterday. went ahead in college football and fired Charlie Strong. Ah, well, but they uh, did they finally? They did not. They said those rumors were false. They are going to look at the situation after the TCU game. Uh, well, I decided that we should maybe think about having a segment or something that we do where we just fire somebody. Fire somebody. And we we fire someone every week. We fire somebody and we and we hire somebody. Ooh. So so we keep, keep so track I feel, of who's been fired and we can we can then hire them for a different job. I feel that well, I feel that we pick a guy or more maybe more than one guy, but we fire somebody every week and then we see somebody who we just think like maybe maybe we changed our mind on somebody and we like them now, we hire. So we fired McCarthy last week. Okay. Um uh-oh, uh-oh. No, okay, we're good. Sorry. Um man. Gus Bradley, Jacksonville. Yeah. I was just going to ask, who's the guy down in Jacksonville? Gus Bradley, that, Jacksonville. That we're firing? Yeah. 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 Well, let's give some options and then we'll choose. Well, we talked about... Uh... We talked about the Browns earlier and the offensive issues. Yeah, we, but we. we all... I I don't. Hugh Hugh shouldn't be fired. No. no. Um, we're not firing you, Hugh. You made it, Hugh. You survived. You made the cut this week. Marvin Lewis, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. there's a good fire. I don't think so. I trust Marv. Yeah, I do. You're hiring him. Yeah, you ever trust him? I think to, he keeps. Uh... It, I think he keeps his job. But w- when is he going to win that playoff game? Well, I'm going to hire. I'm going to hire Adam Gase. Yeah, he's uh, pretty darn good. Yeah, I'll hire him. <laughs> We got hire Gruden. Fire? <laughs> no, I don't trust that guy. Um, yeah, firing Sean Payton. Yes, I'll, I'm behind you on that one. We are firing Sean Payton. We're both fed up with our head coaches. Yeah, we hate our head so coaches. So fed up. Yeah. Uh, They're both Super Bowl winning cor- uh, coaches. Yep, they've won them, and yeah, we, I can't. can't so I, stand I can it. see it in Tom's eyes sometimes that he's getting there with Tomlin. Anybody gonna hire Caldwell? No. Is no. it too early to hire Caldwell still? Yeah. We got to see what Detroit does before we hire or fire that guy. <laughs> Oh, fire Chip Kelly, but that's kind of like my motto now. Yeah, fire yeah. Chip. Yeah, he has that tattooed. <laughs> Is it? He got a fire Chip Kelly tattoo. Hire Jim Tom Sula. He did not get a fair shake at all. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll hire. Well, uh, he gets a tryout. Tom Sula doesn't get a hire, but he gets like kind of a tryout. <laughs> oh, he's probably working in some some uh, lumber yard somewhere. <laughs> So this goes along with the game that Tom and I were discussing yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about Tony Romo. He's, now we're uh, gonna pl- we're gonna play a game. We gotta just f- we gotta fire him. Quick yes or no answer. He's gonna get moved. I'm gonna le- I'm just gonna go through the standings, and you guys are gonna tell me yes or no if you would take him over the current quarterback of that team. Okay. All right. That's, that's this is a good game. This is going to be really easy at the start because I'm going to say Patriots. No. No. Dolphins. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did say I wasn't crazy about Tannehill. Is Romo better? But is Romo better? Shoot. No, I'm not going to I'm no. I'm not going to take Romo because okay. because Dolphins are winning. Yeah. Bills. Yes. Yes. Jets. Yes. Yes. So we got we got two that you both agree on that I also agree with. Ravens. Oh. Yes, the way the way Flacco's played this year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Tom, tell you what, Tom. Type these out while I'm while we're going through everything where we all agree. Go ahead and put them down. All right. So, so right now it's just Bills and Jets because I don't agree with you guys about the Ravens. Um, I think Flacco's age gives him Bills and Jets and Patriots. Unless well, you I, think I just, something just else. Yeses. I'm thinking just yeses because we're gonna set oh. up where we you know. Um, okay. Steelers. 
No. No, I can't take yeah, them. No. Not, with, not with Steelers win with Ben. Right. What are you going to do? Bengals? I say no. No. No, no, because it's not Dalton. Yeah. Browns? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Texans? Yes. 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 Romo is the co- Romo is the quarterback of the Houston Texans. Yeah. We've decided. Um, Colts? No. 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 Titans? No. No. Nope. Not with Mariota playing really well. Jaguars? Yes. Yes. Jaguars. Hmm. Do you like the Romo better than the Bortles? Do I like the Romo better than the Bortles? The question is, is it Jake I mean, Bortles' delete. fault down there? What did you call him? Blake. <laughs> no, you didn't. He called him Jake. Thought so. He called him Jake. I don't like alliteration. Did you guys you guys took Romo over Bortles? I said Romo over Bortles, so did he. Romo over Bortles. I I would rather I would like to see him. I, I would I would want to know what he could do with Romo. My, yeah, right. if I were a Jags fan, I would want to know what he yeah. could do what he could do. Raiders, no. No. Nope. Chiefs, yes. Alex Smith. Hmm. Uh he fits there. I don't I don't take Romo there. No. Okay. I'll take I'll take Romo there. So, all right. No to the Chiefs thanks. Tom said no. Broncos, yes. Yes. Yeah. Chargers know because they already have their own Tony Romo. Yeah, they already have yeah. Romo. You can't yeah. have two Romos. Um, um, he is the quarterback of the Cowboys, so that's out. Um, Giants, no. No. Nope. Redskins, yes. No. With Washington, uh, I'll take Cousins. I'll keep Cousins in Washington. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, Eagles, no. No. That's give give they just uh, drafted Wentz. Give so, Carson yeah. Wentz a full shake. Right. Um. Hmm. Hmm. If I were if I were the Eagles and Romo were if you were on the market, but you already have Carson Wentz and Chase Daniel, so I already have Carson Wentz. Period. But yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, you got to look at the money they have wrapped up in Chase Daniel too. I yeah. Mean, okay. I guess not. Yeah. Um, Lions, no. 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 Vikings, yes. Even if it was Teddy Bridgewater, even though I like Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. You would take Romo over them. Yeah, I'd take Romo over Bradford and Hill right now, and I'd probably take him over Bridgewater too. Yeah, 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 I'll take Romo. All right, Packers, no, no, yes, uh, uh, no, <laughs> oh. no, no, no. There's no way I'd no. take <laughs> Romo over Rodgers. No. Uh, Bears, yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd take Romo in Chicago. Yeah. Falcons, no, no, yes. I, I, I yes. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Buc- sorry, Maddie. Buccaneers, no, no. Uh, no. Jameis is winning. Yeah. Saints, no. No. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> no, Romo, yeah. So, have you ever seen the movie Tron? Yeah, no, right. no, yeah. no. Yeah, Romo yes. is not, Romo's not beating out Drew. Uh, Carolina, no. 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 Seattle, no. 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 Arizona, yes. 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 <laughs> Los Angeles, no, because you gotta give golf a fair shake. I guess. Yeah, I mean, give him a, give him a whole year. Yeah. San Francisco, yes. Yes. Sure. So, what do we have, Tom? We have the Bills, Tom's still Jets, on the Bills, Browns, Texans, Jaguars, Broncos, Vikings, Bears, Cardinals, and 49ers. Where do you think he's going to be next year? If he has any say, he'll be with the Broncos. They do say that he will be involved in the trade talks. And he, I, I, I saw somewhere that he would prefer the Broncos. Yeah, I agree with that. I do believe he's going to be a starting quarterback of the Broncos next year. I, I'll put him in Chicago. That is that was the other one that I was thinking as yeah. well was that Chicago would also would be another option. I'm putting Romo. Um, in, I'm putting Romo in Chicago. But I I think a deal with Denver gets done, and I think he's uh he's starting there. I, Tom okay. and I were talking about it yesterday, and uh, you know, we've talked about my wife is a is a Broncos fan or whatever, and I, I support the team with her. I've got a couple hats, I've got a t-shirt, and I've got a Peyton Manning jersey. I told Tom I was like I'd buy a Tony Romo Broncos jersey. Why not? Yeah, why not? You know I like the guy. I just hate that he's a cowboy. Yeah, but, no, I feel um, bad for him. <laughs> 
having been there during the years he was there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really does suck. Never, never really gave him the team that he needed, and now that the team is finally there, uh, it's, someone else is taking the snaps. Yeah. Right. And he's not going to uh, – He's I, not going to – you're I, not going to give him the job back yeah, after – I can't take him back over Dak. After the season that Dak Prescott has had. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice, nice landing spot for him. Now yeah. we're not gonna go through. Um, we're not gonna go through and do the same thing, or the exact same thing. But I do want to ask. So we got that list. Those. So those are teams that obviously need quarterbacks, right? Where does Jay yeah. Cutler end up next year? Because I gotta think the Bears are done with him. Browns do they? Uh, unless RG three comes back and. I was thinking San Francisco. I was thinking Jets or Vikings. Yeah. yeah. I think the. I mean the Vikings have seen him two times a year for nigh on a decade i know but you never know why well, i, I, you I could think, say oh maybe he'll do he'll do better with it. well you know we've got uh i think the bills are are fairly set with, with taylor with yeah with taylor i don't see them breaking with tyron uh, taylor the texans have a lot of money in brock osweiler right. yeah see, I, yeah those but, are guys that you're not going to give up right. for cutler you might give them up for romo with the jets though they have no idea right they the don't browns have no idea those are those are those are just black holes right. when it comes to that position no, uh, I, the the vikings if bridgewater comes back and there's some speculation that he might not yeah yeah tom and i were talking about that yesterday um if he does come back i don't think you go and get jay cutler mm-hmm. um the cardinals i think will they might have a look at him i, I could see them taking a, a shot on him yeah and the 49ers they don't seem to want to do anything <laughs> about their quarterbacks yeah they have uh, to i think they're content to draft someone too but i think i think cutler winds up in san francisco just maybe as that veteran that is there with the rookie right yeah. whether or not he starts or just oh, i think he'll start helps him along i think he'll start um he would start much like you know case keenum in la yeah you know or before the minnesota trade bradford and philly i mean bradford was going to be the starter yeah you know the trade made it so that so that wentz was the starter right but yeah i think both of those quarterbacks will be on the move romo and cutler and uh I really do hope that they let Romo have a big say in where he goes. Um, I think he's earned it with them. Um, it would be a terrible thing for them to ship him off to Cleveland after every after everything he's given that team. But um, I think that's it for the NFL. That's all the NFL we got. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hop into the NHL. Uh, Tom and I got to go to a game on Tuesday. Went up to see the Lightning take on the red wings it was um, jolly good fun it was uh because we walked out with a bunch of dejected red wings fans. that's tom's only trip to the joe isn't it no i've, I've or, been there, you know, uh, you've been there yeah, been, yeah. you saw like calgary there didn't you edmonton or edmonton yeah, yeah well i knew it was one of the alberta teams one of those terrible canadian yeah. teams. And i knew it was one of the alberta one of the alberta teams and they were terrible they lost the game i went to back then six to two yeah i remember yeah. i knew it was a big one yeah um yeah so we went up to see that uh steven stamkos went down with an injury in that game tom and i weren't even really sure what had happened to him yeah like you saw that he went down but it you know there's a lot going on you're following the puck and whatever so you just kind of catch it out of the corner of your eye and we didn't know that it was necessarily that serious and he went back into the locker room and tom finds out on his phone that stamkos is out and not coming back well then we find out he's being sent back to tampa bay for evaluations and he could be out months yeah, they won their next two games, and though. They did. Tampa did. Um, They're on a four-game winning streak. And so now, what was the official diagnosis? Torn meniscus. Ow. Uh, three to four months. Ow. Wow, yeah. that sucks for the lightning. Yeah. As somebody who's torn their meniscus, <laughs> that's... 
that sucks running. I can't even imagine what it's like skating. Well, it's it's strange though because uh, Taylor Hall also tore his meniscus, and he's only going to be out three to four weeks. So it was a different type of tear, tear, or uh, you know, just it tore differently, and they can you know trim it differently and or he's just heal not a, faster. Or he's just not a wuss. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that sucks. That yeah. sucks for Stamkos. He had an injury last year that was huge. Yeah. yeah. But again, Lightning went really far with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a solid team. And, and the Lightning are undefeated uh, since his yeah. injury. Uh, yeah. And they're on a four-game win streak, two of those wins coming after uh, the Detroit game. Yeah. And, um, well, and he, you know, he missed two full periods and then some in that in that Detroit game, and they still won that uh, yeah. four to three. They're good Late team. Late goal by Nikita Kucherov in that in that game. He yeah. had two uh, two yeah. scores. Yeah, they're a good team. The first the first one, uh, the Detroit goalie had a bad play behind the net and just kind of left the puck hanging. Yeah. Actually, uh, I watched the replays. He didn't actually touch the puck. He never it touched it. It bounced off the wall and out right to Nikita Kucherov. My goodness. Well, oh. he still screwed up regardless. Right. Um, but, you guys got uh, to see Mrazek? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I've I've seen I've seen both Detroit goalies. Yeah, now. I've seen both recently. Um, um, David and I have a trip up there in a, uh, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow. We're seeing them next week. Yeah, yeah. we're seeing them Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, next week. Tuesday on next week, we're seeing the Stars. Yeah, that's gonna um, be rough. Yeah, it'll. I, I get to add a team. That's why. That's one of the. That's one of the reasons the game was attractive to me was that I got to add a team and that and that my last trip to the Joe wasn't as bad as I was that I was fearing. So you want to yeah. try and make up for that? Well, yeah. you're going to be going with me. Yeah. I'm going to be rocking my Stars gear, so it might be worse for you this time. I'm going to wear the Red Wings hat they gave me. I told, I was joking with the guys. I said, I'm going to go up. And they, Tom and I got a shirt when we went up. I said I was going to go up wearing the Red Wings shirt over top of my Stars shirt. And then if the Stars win, I was just going to rip, rip, rip the Wings shirt down the middle and just say, I fooled you. I'd prefer you don't wear your Stars gear. I'm wearing my hat. <laughs> I might wear the Red Wings hat they gave me just because I don't want to deal with their face. I may, I may not wear a jersey or anything, uh, but I'm wearing a hat, and I can guarantee you my son's gonna wear a hat too. I've worn a. He's ti- so pumped about this. I've worn a Tigers hat to to a game just to not deal with their fans. Yeah. I might do the same with the Red Wings hat that they gave me when I was up there. They gave they had free beanie giveaways, which is like the perfect thing to give away. Yeah. God, it gets so cold. Do they have a giveaway on Tuesday? Are we getting anything? I have no idea. Probably not. I always feel awkward taking it when I'm wearing the other team's uh, gear. Like I've done that a number of times. The yeah, last see, time I got the I got the Henrik Zetterberg bobblehead back in 2013. Right. It was a neutral game for me, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the Stars jersey and hat and everything and um like the guy was screwing with me. He's like, "You don't get one of these." I was <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm a paying customer, man." Yeah, right. So, but yeah, I added it to my collection. He's hanging out up there with uh, Mike Madano and a couple of baseball players. Yeah. But no, we, we had a good time at the game. Um, what's there, the date of What's the date of our game? 29th. Uh oh, we're not gonna probably be one of the first five thousand. But there's a ten Ted Lindsay statue replica. What? <laughs> yeah, hey man, up there like three. Hey man, I got uh, nothing going on that day. I, I'm not fighting for that one. I'm I could s- pull my son out of school early. Yeah, I don't Although, know. I don't no. know that I want. I don't know that I want to fight thing, for though, that. What you said, five thousand? Yeah. Okay, Tom and I. Uh, we got up there really late. Yeah, and we were still part of the first five thousand in the doors to get the t-shirt. 
for you. Yeah. The tech t-shirt, they're calling it. Yep. Military appreciation night. Yeah. It, it looks like it's a really comfortable material, and I'm going to wear it as pajamas. They did a they did a Gordy Howe statue replica back uh, November 4th when they hosted Winnipeg. Oh, I bet that was uh, a Winnipeg. madhouse. Yeah, I mean, this. so this is probably a replica of the statues they have indoors. Probably. Because we talked about those. I know when we did the highlight of the stadium on our show, we talked a lot about the Gordy Howe statue, but it's not just Howe. There's a Lindsay statue, too, right. and there's another statue I, who's the third one uh, but yeah ted, I can't ted lindsey i actually got to see ted lindsey at a walleye game once oh yeah yeah he came down he was down on the ice he's such a little guy yeah. <laughs> oh uh so kevin durant was at the colts game yesterday oh really we were trying to figure out why he's from dc went to college at texas has played in seattle oklahoma city and now golden state oh yeah well then that makes tons of sense and, and the thing that I, the thing that i could come up with was that much like I did when I was a child, he latched onto a particular player and became a Colts fan through Peyton Manning. And Colts were already in Indy when he was born, right? They weren't still in Baltimore. No, uh, yeah, yeah, they were in Indy by then. Yeah, because yes. we figured out that he's Tom's age. So Peyton Manning would have been the quarterback when he was a little kid. So right. it's very possible that that's how it happened. He wasn't wearing any team gear or anything, but he was just there. So we were trying to figure out why he would have been there. That was another thing we didn't talk about during that. Um, they honored the Super Bowl Forty One team, so Tom and I got oh, to yeah, see yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that on TV. I was yeah. like, oh, they, that's what I missed out on because I almost went to that game yeah. with they, you guys. They had them walk out of the tunnel like with two minutes left in the in the half. Yeah. And that entire side of the stadium lost their minds when they when they saw that team walking out there just like, to stand well, behind then, the end zone. Well, just then to stand and wait. wait. Yeah. Then they showed Peyton up close on the board and... Uh, you would have thought there was an earthquake in Indy. Yeah, we were in Indy uh, the day he retired. Yeah, and uh, we we uh, I mean he was obviously with Denver, but um, at the end of the career there. But we were yeah we were in Indy that day uh, for a Pacers game, right? Yeah, Pacers first. And we picked up uh, newspapers from that. We still got to get our newspapers from uh, from AJ. AJ was in Chicago when the Cubs won. Um, yeah, he yeah he went out. He got up super. Early. I'm so thankful for this. He got up super early to go out and grab papers for us so that he was sure that we all got one. Yeah, we got a friend uh, and coworker who 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 lives in Chicago who was able to uh, get out there and get those for us. Yeah, he did. He got up super early just to do that. Yeah. It was, it was good and i know he listens to the show so aj here's your shout out yeah thanks um, thanks a to, to aj zalecki for going out there and getting those yeah. for us because that's a heck of a that's a really cool uh thing to collect there he grabbed a couple for himself too yeah. when he when he, he realized what like yeah that's a cool thing get a newspaper Eric, you can't look at that man oh what's he looking at now he does this every show he pulls up some kind of messed up oh my god he's looking at paintings that look like anatomy oh man so it is actually it's supposed to be candlelight so we'll let your imaginations <laughs> figure out what he's really looking at see i'm on the exact opposite side of the monitor he's looking at so i never have a clue yeah, i'm like the only one that can see it tom gonna, might be able to see it in the reflection of his glasses i'm gonna put right? a mirror back there <laughs> I'm gonna put a mirror up above Eric's head so I know what he's getting into. Can't be looking at that man. I'm trying to do a show here. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, back to hockey's. Uh, My Ottawa Senators are on a two-game losing streak. Let's uh, not talk about oh, them. Oh no! Oh, hey. Uh, well, it knocked them right out of the wild card. Actually, New Jersey popped up into there. Even though we've been on a two-game losing streak as well. Who else is in that wild card? The, Columbus. Yeah, the Columbus Blue Jackets are four-game win streak. Tearing it up. Shayna was at a game. And what? they're beating good teams. Yeah, they had that game against New York. 
that was a great game. She told me what game she was going to. Uh, one of my friends was down there, and I told her. I told her the day before. I said, "You're going to. You're going to see a heck of a game." And she did. It was a great game. Well, I watched it on TV last night. They beat the Capitals three to two. Yeah, yeah, they're beating good teams. Look out. The standings pretty much looked the way we thought they were going to coming into the year, with a few exceptions out yeah. west. Rangers, Pittsburgh, Capitals. Yeah, uh, we expect that. Yeah. Although the point totals have gotten closer and closer. Mont- um, yeah. Montreal, Tampa, Boston. Yep. I didn't maybe expect Boston to be there, but I don't know. Montreal and Tampa don't shock me. I mean, looking right. at the rest of it, like I, I thought all all year last year that Florida's rise was an anomaly. So, mm-hmm. like them not being back in the top is not that. I big mean, of a but, well, they're not that. They are. They're only two spots out after right. Ottawa. Yeah, and they. It's but they a matter the of top last year. I mean, like it's a matter of, of yeah. wins and losses that's right. keeping them out. They have the same number of points as New Jersey. Right, right. But you know, they're they're not one of those top two teams like they were last year. So Toronto's not in the absolute basement. <laughs> no, where I thought they would be right now. No, they're they're uh, they're only two points out of the wild card right now. Yeah, they're right there in the thick of things. The Islanders are, However, are the basement dwellers yeah. this season. They're even worse than the Buffalo Sabres. They're somehow worse than Buffalo, and Detroit's only one spot up on Buffalo, which is a little shocking. Well, little, I don't know. Tom and I saw them play. Little, yeah. <laughs> little, well, they had that six-game win streak, though. Yeah. I yeah, think, yeah, well, I, I said in our NHL preview show I expected them to miss the playoffs. I think we all and no no I, no. There I, was there was great disagreement. I picked I picked the Red Wings to make the playoffs. Yeah, I I thought they were gonna miss the playoffs. I mean, they and, still could because you know right. where we are, but they're only yeah. three spots out of the basement. Right. And again, it's several spots out of the it, wild card though. They've not looked good. No, they've not been impressive. They need to do something. They need to get together as well, a team and do something. They they've had Jimmy Howard is having a career year. You know, he's he's had a an excellent yeah, like goals against. They've got the record this year where it's like maybe they could get rid of Howard and get away with it, well, but they're not going to now that he's playing well. And right. even with Jimmy Howard playing you know, out of this world, they're still negative five in a, in the goal differential. Right. Maybe they do trade him oh. now that he's playing well. They yeah. can maybe sucker a team yeah, into taking him. Uh, well, not totally sucker. I mean, if he's playing well, he's playing well. His but, value is higher than it's ever been. Yeah, he's wor- he's actually worth trading right so now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna read wins win loss uh, through their schedule uh, from from the start of the season. Two losses, six wins, five losses, two wins, four losses. And now they're playing at Buffalo. So they like their streaks. So they're they are a very streaky team. Yeah, they are. Um Detroit's that's why I said Detroit Detroit has to put something together. Yeah. Yeah. Their next three games though, um, at Buffalo, at New Jersey, with the way those teams have been playing, they are winnable games for Detroit. Yeah. Um and then at home against Montreal. Which that's a losable game for Montreal is going to probably roll right over them. That's another game then, on my list on SeatGeek that I am not going to be able to afford. No, no. <laughs> um, but then they come back and they're at home against Dallas, who is terrible, and Florida, who is underperforming based, you know, against last year. Yeah. So they've got a decent stretch coming up where they can probably grab three or four wins. Yeah, if they figure it out, like I said, that team needs to. Th- they need to get together and figure it out. Uh, get something going. Get some energy. Get some. Uh, what do you call it? Mojo. Mojo. That's what. No, I'm sorry. Not what do you call it? What do I call it? Chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> they need some chemistry to get something rolling. And if they can do that, you know, they're well, they, gonna be right back up there. They need to look and and see what was what was happening when they had that six game win streak. Yeah. Because with Jim Howell playing like that. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> why not? We we did Cujo. Yeah. We had a Detroit goalie going by Cujo. Why can't we do Jim Howe? How about just Jay Ho? Sure. Jay Howie. <laughs> Jimmy Howes. With the uh, with Howard playing well right now, if if the rest of the team can figure it out, Detroit can be right back in it. If they can remember where the net is. Yeah. Uh, this is the farewell season. You guys need to play well. You can't do this. Yeah, I mean, the way they're I mean, playing I'm, right now, that New Jersey game is going to be the last home game for them at the end of the year. They're not going to get a playoff, playoff game there. I mean, I'm not yeah. begging you. I know it sounds like I'm begging you, but I'm yeah. not begging you. Yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to play well. We just expect more. I'll tell you what, though. We're uh, not mad. You know, we're just disappointed. <laughs> right. There it is. Next Tuesday, please play your worst game of the season. <laughs> please. Yeah. I would love to walk out of there a winner again. Yeah, I don't know. And that, and that probably... Like I like I said, I didn't know if the Edmonton game would be my last one, my only one up there. I don't I don't know that my Dallas that the Dallas game would be my last game up there. I I keep you know I'm always hawking tickets. I can assure you that it won't. So since I'm taking my younger son to this game, it's his first ever NHL game. Yeah, and he he said he wanted to see the stars, and I'm like, well, we've only got two opportunities based on where we live. It's like, well, buddy, it's gonna suck. <laughs> and I told him I was like I was like just so you know they're not good this year. Uh, he wanted to go anyway. So just so you know the fans will spit at you. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take him, but then, you know, when I told my oldest that I was taking him, he's like, well, you haven't taken me to a hockey game this year. And I'm like, Ugh, all right, fine. look at the schedule. No, who do you I, I, lo- I love taking my kids. Who do you want to see on a day that uncle David's off? Cause yeah. he wants to go to me. Right. Yeah. No. So I, I told him, I was, I was like, well, these are the teams that I will take you to. Right. I was like, I will take you to Detroit. I will take you, uh, I'll take you to Columbus. And we have family down in Nashville on my wife's side. So, like, that's doable for us if we wanted to take, like, a weekend and just go visit family. I'm Um, not doing that. But, uh, so, I, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, I'd appreciate it if you kept it to Detroit because I don't want to drive all the way to Columbus. And he's like, yeah, because he's never seen the Red Wings. Um, So, I gave him the schedule. He he was looking through it. He'll figure it out soon, and I'll know which which game I'll be taking him to pretty soon. Yeah, Um, He's already he's already seen Dallas. I took right. him to Dallas and Columbus a couple of years ago. Right. Um, yeah, I like ticking off. I like ticking off my checklist. I mean, Dallas. Uh, I haven't seen the Dallas Stars. Yep. That'd that's be nice. A, yeah, that's another thing. Like you know, my these guys have been going to hockey games longer than I have, but I've been going to baseball. Well, I've been going to baseball games longer than David has, but <laughs> regularly I've been going since twenty yeah, twenty ten. I, I saw a game in ninety eight, a game in oh one, then I didn't go again for years. Uh, <laughs> to like oh nine, to like oh nine or something. Well, and then like I mean, you've only regularly been and doing then, it since twenty fourteen, right? I yeah, I strung to I I went to nine. MLB games this season. <laughs> I think I was like Lordy eight. Lou. I think I, I was know. Like eight or nine. That's a heck yeah. of a lot of games compared to uh, when you consider I went about a decade without seeing a single right. a single game. Um, but yeah, I, I love checking off my list. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen maybe I've finally got. It's kind of weird because you think of me as a hockey first guy, but uh, out of between uh, with the NHL, the NFL, and the MLB, I've actually seen fewer NHL teams. But I'm finally like I'm catching that up yeah. now. They're catching up on football. Uh, it's it's more difficult to get to NHL games. Yeah, that's, we've only got exactly two stadiums that we can really go to. Yeah, right. that's the thing. This when the second closest stadium is two and a half hours away, it makes it a lot harder. Well, and then and then the 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 four hour stadiums to you know Chicago and Pittsburgh are expensive. As hell. Yeah, those teams yeah. are so good that we can't afford to go a lot of times. Now Tom and I, I told I told Michael about this. We've got tickets to go to New Jersey. Yeah. And January, we're just hoping it's not icy. Uh, if uh, on January sixth, if ro- if it's drivable, 
you know we're we're really hoping we can get out there but we we're uh we've got tickets to see uh to see toronto uh, so they'll be adding a team it'll be tom will get to see a home game in new jersey at the prudential center yeah it'll be uh and then the very next day actually we have tickets to see the riveters and the pride the the women play at the same stadium well at the um at their practice rink right. so we're looking forward to that uh that could be that so could that'll be, be fun you you can bet that'll be my ballpark of the week that week yeah yeah, yeah. look forward to the prudential center uh uh, what's that? Sixth, seventh, eighth on January 9th. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll be probably talking about Prudential Center, <laughs> most likely. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 probably if it breaks the cycle, we'll just what whatever. Well, I hijacked it the other day. So right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't. <laughs> yeah. As long as we have a park to talk about. I guess. I guess if if we talk about if we finally get to one of our home teams venues, I think we can. Yeah. So yeah. I know in May I'm going to be in I'm going to be at Rogers Center finally in May up in Toronto. Oh, uh, hey, it's, by the way, a, I'm getting my passport, so let me know. And, uh, when are you getting it? Uh, we're have you started the process yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, oh, give me a call because but, uh, when you're going down to get it, let me know because I've been dragging my feet on that. I yeah, need to get it. Yeah, we we've been talking about it. Uh, well, my my wife really wants to go to Niagara. Like we we go on these trips with the kids. We like to do a lot of stuff and get them to experience a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, I went to Niagara when I was. A kid but yeah my wife she lets me plan this stuff and so like the past few years i've planned a trip to chicago to philadelphia uh we've gone down to tennessee uh to see her family and spent some time down in in uh, nashville and whatnot and she always lets me plan these trips and so the one day she's taught there was a picture of niagara somewhere and she's like that's just so beautiful i really i really want to go see that someday and so i sat down and i planned out a trip to niagara and I'm like, well, you know, we're going to do this and I'm going to surprise her with it. And I could talk about it on air because she confirmed that she does not listen to my show. So uh, someone's going to have to uh, put this picture up. I just came across the the Red Wings unveiled their uh, Centennial Classic jerseys. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Check these out. They're interesting. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a little interesting. They got us. They have a, it, so it's a very simple jersey. I know the Red Wings already have a simple jersey. This one is still simple. It's white. Uh, it's got two thin red stripes on the waist. So you got like, you got maybe three inches of white from the waist, and then you got a thin red stripe. Then you have a slightly thicker white stripe, then another thin red stripe. On the arms, you've got the same thickness of of three red stripes and then a fourth silver stripe tom's looking this up to put um, the picture on the facebook right now so you guys can head over to the facebook there's silver in the logo instead of white and red yeah it's silver and, uh, silver and red it looks interesting i want to see it on somebody <laughs> right i, I want to see it being worn by somebody but i just came across this in my news feed here. Well, there it is right there. Being warm. But. Okay. That could look good. Still, I want to see pads. You know, I want to see a player wearing it. It's not bad. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pop this up on the site. Oh. Yeah, that'll. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting looking jersey. Who do they have in that game? Probably someone like Toronto? I believe it's Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Detroit likes to face off Tom's against... Tom's talking Tor- like five miles away from the microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Detroit likes to face Toronto in these games. It's it, They're they're both original six teams, and they've got such history, and they both and they're good color combinations. Too. I really did like their red uh, Winter Classic jersey they had the one year. The red one? The, uh, yeah. What was the logo? It wasn't the big Gothic D, was it? Oh. If it was, then I hate that one. I think. No. Yeah, those. Tom's when got when they played in the big house. Uh, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Those ones were good. 
Yeah, it says Detroit over top of the logo. And that font drives me nuts, though. That is a weird font. You either love that font or you hate it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. I I, I do. I, I really do. It's um, a cool jersey. I, like I like the numbers on the back. It's a cool jersey. Oh, Bo- Boston's actually, new ones these years suck. My Zetterberg bobblehead is actually in that jersey. Oh, you're right. Oh. Everybody has that Zetterberg bobblehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of our bosses at work has it because I went to the game with AJ, who we just talked about. Oh, right. And he gave his to his mom, who is one of our bosses. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, man. I like that jersey. I don't really like that font. It kind of drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those ones. Jersey bro. We've talked about Jersey or logo bros before. Yeah. Hey, we, it's interesting stuff. <laughs> people, I mean, people feel ways about things. Yeah. We could, we could definitely do a, do a whole show devoted to that. Kind oh of yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Which I mean, Hey, come the summertime when all we got to talk about is baseball. We may spend a lot of time doing that. Also back to that jackets game, by the way. So I watched that on television and like, this I was horrifying. Yeah. Like I said, I, I have a friend who was there. So Calvert, for Columbus, blocks a shot, right, with his forehead. So that puck goes up. That doesn't go well. <laughs> this was uh, it was a freak incident um, where, and this is going to happen when the puck hasn't settled, and this thing was up on its edge entirely. And so you got the flat part of the stick hitting the flat part of the puck, and it's not going to go where you want it. It just knuckles. and It goes straight up. And it went straight. Instead of going straight in a straight line towards the net, it went straight up into this guy's face. Yeah, so Calvert blocks his shot. He goes down He goes down to his knees, and there's just blood all over the ice. It was hard to watch. It, it, you know, they're going to show this on TV. Um, and, you know, she, <laughs> a friend's texting me like, like, this is horrible. I think I'm going to throw up. Because it was pretty grisly. There's quite a lot of blood. And I was like, well, this is hockey. But, you know, she's like, this isn't super common is it? I said no it's not it's not I mean, usually these guys don't get hit like that but it was a freak accident so calvert's gone for a while comes back scores the game winner yeah. <laughs> i'm sitting there it's i'm like, sitting there at my desk and david's like oh yeah yeah you gotta come see this and i'm like uh all right it was it was gross but um it hit, but, it hit him in the face and like instantly i'm just like uh, it was bloody I, I i thought it was a nose i thought it was a, no, a shot to the nose yeah. with that amount of blood but it got all the way up under his visor i was pretty sure it caught him high the way because the way he was walk he was getting yeah. off the ice he was holding up, he was up holding on the eye yeah and I, I was af- i was afraid it was the eye yeah well at that point i'm like oh my god if that's his eye that's gonna suck yeah but somehow it got all the way up into his forehead so his whole head is bandaged he comes back and his whole head is bandaged he goes out there and scores the game winner i was like man what a guy These guys <laughs> apparently was uh 30 stitches to get it closed 30 up. stitches yeah he he got wrecked on that shot then he comes and wins the game it's just it's funny it's funny when we talk about you know the concussion protocol and these head injuries and deadspin made a comment about how the internet will be using this to make fun of lebron james forever (laughs) 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 with his injuries like you got calvert coming back and scoring the game winner and a very pretty goal too he go he comes streaking across the crease there i've I've always had problems like with people comparing like oh these basketball players and whatever are are so so wimpy these hockey guys are taking all these bone crushing hits i'm like yeah these hockey guys are also taking these hits through pads yeah no it's it's all relative and and (laughs) these these basketball players are hitting the floor with quite a bit more weight on them than most hockey players have yeah and they're coming down with no protection whatsoever on a hardwood floor yeah 
I'd lay there for a few minutes. Well, yeah, you lay there for a few minutes. You know, but just but uh, yeah, no, I I had seen that same Deadspin post yeah. about, about that. No, he was bleeding all over the place. Yeah, oh, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. But that's hockey, man. It's they're used to that. Yeah. So it's like I said, it's relative. These guys are also used to like you're you're losing teeth every game, right? So it's like it's like a way of life for them. They're like, eh, they don't get too attached to their teeth. Yeah. Basketball players. You know, can get a little more attached to their there's, teeth, even though they're still going to get an elbow to the mouth every right. now and then. There's a line in a song by Warren Zevon, um, who I absolutely love. I know a lot of people have never heard of him. He's the guy that did Werewolves of London. Yeah, we know, um, we know Zevon. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, uh, for our listeners may not yeah. know. Uh, he's also he's got a song. The the I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but it's about hockey. He loves it so much that he has no idea what it's called. Sorry, this always happens. Because well, it's it's referred to it's it's referred to uh, a couple different things. The hockey song hit someone. Um, I think it's you know it's one of those songs that has a couple names. Hit somebody. The hockey song. Ah. Um, and in it, there's a line that says uh, something about you know you may value your teeth or something yeah. like that. You know, hockey players don't, and that's it's really true that. You know, these hockey players, they'll put it all on the line. If they right. wind up losing a few teeth, well, whatever. They've got they'll, a good dental plan the, yeah. in the NHL. Um, yeah, it's, so yeah, they're just like whatever, and you can't you can't replace those with like real teeth. Like no, they don't grow back. They're all wearing dentures. <laughs> yeah, like they're all wearing dentures. Eric's looking up the song right now. Yeah, I mean, I oh, oh I've heard this song. Yeah. See. By the borderline, he started playing hockey. By the time he was nine, his dad took the hose and froze the backyard. Little buddy dreamed he was Rocket Richard. He grew up big and he grew up tough. He saw himself scoring for the Wings or Canucks, but he wasn't that good with a puck. Buddy's real talent was beating people up His heart wasn't in it, but the crowd ate it up Through peewees and juniors and midgets and mites He must have racked up more than 300 fights Till a scout from the flames came down from Saskatoon Said there's always room on a team for a goon Son, we've always got room for a goon Swedes to the left of him, Russians to the right. A check at the blue line, looking for a fight. Brains over brawn, that might work for you. What's a Canadian farm boy to do? It's somebody what else can a farm boy from Canada do? It's somebody. What's a Canadian farm boy to do? It's somebody. What else can a farm boy from Canada do? Yeah. yeah, the hit somebody uh, is is kind of funny because in Toledo, and they probably do this all throughout the ECHL, East right. Coast Hockey League, at Toledo Walleye Games uh, during the national anthem. Now, people are split on this because of how uh, reverent you're supposed to be when you're singing a national anthem. Um, it, uh, people are also split on whether you should sing it at every flipping game. But uh, I think you can still be respectful <laughs> and still have fun at the same time. Yeah, right. There's a at the end of the national anthem, right before the last line. There, there's the pause, and the whole crowd yells, "Hit somebody!" Yeah. And then they finish the song. It's probably I, I imagine they do that throughout the that league. I've never been to an ECHL uh, game at another at another venue. I'm, I'm I'm sure it is. I mean, we could easily try. Uh, 
travel somewhere to you know right. we could yeah, go Fort to the Wayne's got a team Fort Wayne the Cyclones yeah. in Cincinnati Kalamazoo um, yep. yeah so um but yeah that's it's funny that that's probably where we get that too honestly yeah. is from that song yeah yeah I absolutely love Warren Zevon that that is uh you know, one of my favorite songs of his it, it's it's nice to see you know guys like that they're they're hockey fans too yeah, just he, like us they'll write songs about it American or Canadian. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a question for another show. I want to watch Goon now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I, mean, I, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Um, it took me forever to figure out that was Liv Schreiber. I was like, oh, oh my, yeah? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's Liv Schreiber. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Warren Zevon is from Chicago. Well, was from Chicago, Illinois. From Chicago, oh, Chicago, Pat- Ontario. Yeah. Uh, passed, <laughs> passed away back in uh, 2003. Yep. Um, it was that long ago? Yeah. Yeah, wow. it, that, yeah. It does seem a little longer than, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been. It's. I it's graduated been high school. Wild. Yeah. Um, Man. I actually, I remember waking up to the to that news and uh, very very sad. Um, I did not want did not want to leave the house that day. <laughs> hey, Jeff Carter hit six hundred. Just thought I'd oh, mention that. It's a milestone. That's that's not bad at all. No. All right. Yeah. Not you know it's not Hosa and Yager good. No. Right. No, no. Congrats to Carter. Yeah. Um, well, he did it very quietly then. He has 601 yeah. career points now. You just—I never think of him as being that old. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know because he's—he's never been like a superstar, but he's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now Eric's watching cat videos. Play the cat video over the show. <laughs> oh, lame. It's just a gif. Uh, it's just a gif. Moving on to other hockey. The NWHL was in action this past weekend. The Boston Pride beat the Buffalo Buttes five to nothing. Weird, shocking, <laughs> shocking. One might say it's odd and, that the Pride blew the crap out of somebody. And the New York Riveters beat the Connecticut Whale four to nothing. Yeah, two shutouts this weekend. We got the Riveters picking up their second win. And the uh, the Pride have played six games. They've won six games. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> the other teams in the, in the league all have two wins and yeah. varying degrees of loss there. Yeah, so it's an interesting. Uh, It'll be interesting. It's an interesting to see picture. Who plays Boston for for the championship? Yeah, we got some not so great news dealing with the NWHL. Um, salaries got cut. Yep. Across the league, and that's a, not a great sign. Not enough people are going to the games. Well, yeah, and- I mean we're going to one, but it's not going to be enough. Um, I really hope they figure something out. I don't. I don't want to lose this league. It is a startup, and right. the, and these things happen. And, um, and you know you got this is the pro sports bubble possibly bursting who knows but i mean hillary knight did call for transparency from the league with regards to the financial situation and yeah. they said they're they're willing to work and they're willing to take the pay cut and keep playing as long as the league is transparent with them about the financials right yeah and you know hopefully they can get it all figured out and see you know what can be done to make the league and the team's profitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really do want to see this succeed, but you never know. It's tough. You got a four-team league, and these things can happen. Um, uh, we're, you know, we're still really excited uh, watching these games. We still love watching these games. We really hope these players can can get paid, but they need they need our support. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're doing our part. You know, we hope we hope that you tune in on these games on YouTube and and check them out. Um, they're giving it, they're giving you the games for free. You know, yeah. I mean, you're not obligated, but it's it's a really easy way to watch professional sports. I tell you, you can do it on your phone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, back to these games, these, to these, this weekend's games, um, just go, a couple but, of, uh, 
I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo is a good team, and but it's just the pride are just stacked. Like that's we've been talking about that all season. And that that was in Buffalo. Yeah, that's in Buffalo. Um, you know, they play. That's where the Riveters won their first game. Was over that weekend in Buffalo. Uh, dropping the second one of that those two games. Yeah, that was a that's still such a great game that we watched. But uh, who scored in the uh, Pride game? Uh not entirely sure i didn't i i didn't catch it and yeah uh, oh yeah you were out of town it was a busy weekend for us but uh yeah it looks like we got goals from uh lanes carpenter dugan marvin bender is knight still hurt um i believe she she played her first game like two weeks ago okay so yeah it's a couple blowouts (laughs) yeah We expect to see a little more. I was I was hoping for a bit more parity in the league this year, but yeah. Well, there's parity on the throughout the other three teams. Yeah, <laughs> all sitting with those records, but. And then uh, I guess we'll move on into the basketballs, Michael. Oh, I suppose so. Um, no, I mean we've talked about this before. You know, still pretty early in the year. You got teams playing 12 games. Things are starting to shake out in the standings. Not uh, a not many great performances or anything to be talking about so far. Um, Clippers are still up at the top of the West, ele- uh, twelve and two. Golden State half a game back at eleven and two. Um, yeah, Clippers are kind of starting to change my mind. Uh, some of these games they've been playing, um, they uh, they lost a couple games back to Memphis, one eleven to one hundred seven. But that aside, I mean, they beat the Bulls one hundred two to ninety five. Uh, beat Sacramento on the road, one twenty one to one fifteen. Um, uh, a couple games back, they beat Oklahoma City in OKC, one ten to one hundred eight. Um, you know they're they're constantly getting up over a hundred points. Um, it's it's looking like uh, you know the Golden State Warriors might not be the runaway favorites in the West anymore. No, I mean it's it's really it's going to come down to them and the Clippers and and the Spurs. Yeah, the Warriors. I mean they're doing so much worse than last year with two losses I already. Know, I know. <laughs> two losses already. It's what like, is wrong with them? Uh, yeah, you guys play thirteen games. You can't even win them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the Clippers, they've got Blake Griffin averaging twenty-one points and nine rebounds per game. So we're gonna try to see them this year, right? I I'd like to. Um, Somebody get over on SeatGeek. And then uh, we're not endorsed. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, you got uh, Chris Paul averaging just under eighteen with uh, eight and a half assists per game. So they're they're getting it from their two stars. Um, DeAndre Jordan is still obviously a, a big force defensively. He's averaging ten point four points per game and twelve point four rebounds. So I mean they're they're getting it from all over the place with these with uh with this team. Yeah, I'm looking at the Warriors at, at third in the power ranking still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's that's one thing I, I've I've kind of thought about with. Uh, with this show, we we can do our own power rankings for some of this stuff, and you know that'll allow us to have something to say about each team as we go through, right? Yeah, um, as opposed to you know having to go through. I mean, we it's it's easy, easier with the NFL because we recap all the games because right. there's you know they've all played one game yeah. since the last time we've right. There's done a, a day. Show. There's a day of games yeah. during the week. Yeah, but. Hey, but with but, with hockey and, and basketball and baseball, maybe power rankings would be the way to go. Yeah, with Dallas at two and ten, I kind of wish we hadn't bought our tickets yet. I know, right? Yeah, because <laughs> those are probably like a dollar fifty. Yeah, but but whatever. I, I you know I do that all the time too. Yeah. But then the times that you do wait, that's they why, spike for some exactly, reason. and the, that's exactly why I buy tickets. No matter when I think about a game, I buy the tickets immediately. As soon as they hit that threshold. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you know, like I mean, I, I said I'm I got spend twenty dollars on this game. Right. 
they pass that threshold, I'm going to buy them. Like, I've got my whole list of maybe games, but those are games where I'm obviously okay if I don't get those tickets. Right. If I really want to go to a game, I buy the tickets right away. Yeah. It, and then I, I try not to look at the prices afterwards. Yeah. I haven't looked at the prices of our... Not that we, like, broke the bank on the Mavericks game, but... Yeah. But, like, they could be, like... <laughs> it could be, like... Four dollars. We bought them for like what, like twenty five ish. I think it could be like twelve dollars. We, we got pretty good seats. Though, yeah, from what you told me. We, so it's we not... do have good seats. We're we're not sitting in a corner or on an end. Yeah. So wow. yeah, I know I'm pretty happy with it. But uh, but yeah, still um, yeah. So may, maybe next week we'll go through and do some power rankings for you guys. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll do it we'll do it in hockey and in basketball. Um, and that'll. But yeah, we should try to we should try to catch a Clippers game or something like that. Try to get yeah, one of these. Where, these see where they come to town. Yeah, somewhere. we'll try to get one of these teams who are going to be great. This my number year. one priority is getting to Cleveland for a game, though. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. When do the Clippers come to Cleveland? I was we, get, well, oh, that'll that's be shell out no a way. Yeah, fucking load of money. Yeah, um, the, we're not doing that. My biggest issue with with a lot of the stuff too, like okay, so we we bought those Mavs tickets so we could see Nowitzki. Right. What happens when Dirk doesn't play? Then I just go home. I riot. You know, like that's why I get so nervous buying basketball tickets in advance because I'm for the most part I'm not going to see teams. I'm going to see players. Yeah, right. And they I'm rest. To, they rest a lot. Yeah, I'm going to Cleveland to see LeBron. If I drive all the way to Cleveland, you know, from Toledo, we got to pay tolls on the Turnpike. The Clippers are in Detroit Friday. Well, I don't think we can so there make go, that. So there goes that. <laughs> Sorry, Anne Marie. We're all going to be sick. Yeah. No. I. Uh, they're. Uh, we're not going to be able to make that no, game. No, I don't think so. So that's uh Check check Indi- Indiana. That's our only other option. Yeah. Because I'm not paying what it's going to cost for Cleveland. Or right. Chicago. But, yeah. But yeah, I'm always so afraid that I'm going to get there and, you know, LeBron's resting. And I just paid the ticket price, the price on the turnpike. Yeah. Parking. It's like $7 to drive you know? to Cleveland or something. Yeah. So I just, I get nervous about that kind of thing when I, when I. The Clippers are there Clippers. Sunday. Oh, we can't make that. <laughs> Well, what time? No, <laughs> no, we uh, oh man, we've got a second Thanksgiving uh here in the studio actually. Yep, that we're gonna in the studio, right? That's yeah. that the idea? No, I don't think it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, clear off all these microphones and the and the the soundboard and the monitor, and we got room for like one guy to have a his, turkey. Yeah, yeah. And you can all stand outside the studio and look at that turkey while I eat it. By um, the way, it's my house. I'm gonna. By the way, I David, I'm gonna have to fight your brother this year. Okay. The kids have started taking the drumsticks that Roger and I used to have. So there's only one drumstick for me and Roger, and he's gotten it like the last two years. So oh. he's uh they're he's gonna, bigger than you. Gonna, he's really not though. Not really. Well, he's bigger around than I am, but he's not taller than me. How about you just make some deviled eggs, lure him away from the turkey. But I would also be distracted by the deviled eggs. I know, but put paprika on them so that you don't want them. Uh, no, I eat them with paprika. Oh, well, sucks to be you. Who eats your deviled eggs with paprika? We'll have a special Thanksgiving poll. Eric just gave me a knife. We're good. Oh, nice. We got a knife in the studio. I know Roger listened to the show that we named after him, so hopefully he doesn't listen to this one. We're going to kill you, Roger bros. Oh, no, I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you, Roger, bros. I'm gonna fight your brother, bros. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trap. I'm... <laughs> Eric's thinking about that one. Mm, that's a good title. I think I'll just trap him in the basement somehow. It's gonna be Paprika Bros, because it's hard to say. Paprika Bros. Paprika, paprika Bros. bros. Paprika. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. You guys sound like idiots. Yeah, we do. Are we on? Yeah. <laughs> We've We're got on. a hot mic. We're rolling, right? <laughs> Speaking of rolling, let's uh, roll along. Roll on into the final segment of the day. Oh, is it it really almost time to be done? Yeah. Yeah. We made it through it all. Today's ballpark of the week 
is Lucas Oil Stadium, fresh in my mind. Yay. And we've all been there. Yeah. And it's uh, really nice. Where the Colts play down there in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep. Uh, the Colts play there. They, they do all sorts of uh, events there. They have the... Drum Corps International World Championships are held there. We're uh, going to cover Drum Corps every episode. We're going to mention it. And you guys are going to have to deal. We should start We should start covering it. It's a sport. <laughs> yeah, it is a sport. It's a sprot. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a lovely building. It's massive. Huge. It is the, probably the biggest building I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of the new ones that doesn't look like an alien spacecraft. Yeah, no, it, it looks like a just a massive warehouse. Mm-hmm. It, it opened in 2008, August 2008. August 2008. Yeah, they and, they designed it to fit in to Indianapolis. And it does. It, it does. Yeah, the it's, the architecture it's it's grand and beautiful on the outside, and then you go inside and you uh, if you have seats where we had seats, you walk up and up and up and up, and um, you're in the same room as these NFL football players, and they're about 800 feet away from you. That's <laughs> no, a huge it's a huge stadium. I loved when I when I walked into it. What I loved was just the openness. Yes, right when I walked in, it's like you could see everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you weren't you were still in the concourse. Did, did you come up the stairs? Or did you come in a back or side entrance? Oh man, I came in the whatever the tunnel side is, the side facing that that road. There's like a road that is in a tunnel for a while. It's okay, like yeah, a that's highway or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. All that's right. the side I came in, I think, and like you come in and it's just so open. It was yeah. so cool. Um, we uh, we weren't we weren't on the side of the stadium that opens. We were on the opposite side of right. that. Right. As that's far what I as far as first o- time. Yeah, as far yeah. as opening out to the city. Was we, it open when you were there? Yeah, and it was kind of cold. How many how many times have you been there? Just the just, one, okay. but they they opened it because they were playing the Saints. Right. And it didn't work. Saints won I, by uh, six. I've been there twice. It was open the first time i was there for peyton manning's first game back in indianapolis after he had gone to the broncos yeah that um, was huge i was sitting in nosebleed seats that i paid a fortune for when pat mcafee crushed that dude yes um, <laughs> on that kick return and uh they they opened it up they opened the roof and they opened that that side panel there and it it was freezing by the end of that game, but yeah. it was so, so worth it being in that atmosphere and having that open like that. Unfortunately, yesterday... It, it was closed because it was... It didn't get above 35 degrees. I want to see it close, though. I, I, I want to go there when it's closed. Like, they have the 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 end that doesn't open. The the window there is uh, frosted glass, I guess, because that's, that's the side the sun shines in, and I guess they don't want unnecessary shadows on the field. But the other side, you look out and you just see it, it kind of almost looks like the window has been painted with the skyline of Indianapolis on it. Yeah. And like during throughout the game, I, I kept glancing up and almost nothing had changed. The position of the sun didn't seem like it changed at all. And it, it was just like, that's a cool view. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a really cool stadium. Well, that, I, I had end zone seats on the opposite end that opens for the Saints game. Um, it was my second time seeing the Saints first time seeing them win. I went there with a few friends. I have a friend who lives down actually who lives in Indy um, that I visit. And uh, that was a heck of a game. Where did you guys sit? We were uh, we were sidelined by the end zone. Yeah, okay. we, I I was sitting right on the goal line, basically. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, a different pretty good, view. Pretty good view. Um. So the 
the they have rules for when the roof is open. Yes. They won't open it if it's under 40 degrees. I was reading these rules uh, for Rogers Center <laughs> to Tom when we were watching the Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah. I was re- Tom didn't know all these rules existed. I was like, oh, yeah. Because yeah, they I, don't want to break stuff. They don't want to hurt people. Well, I assume there, there were rules. I just didn't realize there were... 9,000 rules. Yeah. There's a lot of rules. For for their retractable roof, uh, they have it, it's it's the NFL rules. Uh, they have to determine 90 minutes before kickoff what they're going to do, open or close. It has to remain open unless precipitation or lightning is within the vicinity of the stadium, or if the temperature drops below 40, then they can close it. And for the windows in the roof, if wind gusts get greater than 40 miles per hour, they can close them in the middle of a game. Once it's closed, that's it. Yeah, so they can't reopen it if they cannot conditions reopen improve. It. And if like yeah, if like the game starts off and it's cold and then it warms up, they can't open it in the middle of the game. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I've, I've got to enjoy it both open and closed. Um, I think it was more fun with it open. I would like to go back for a for a game earlier in the season so I can see it. You know when it's open and. No, it was just a fun time. Great game played there. Uh, the fans were all really nice. Um, and Somebody, I just, it's its kind of just an awesome sight to see such a large building. It is massive. It's kind of sublime when you look at that thing, how big it is. It's kind of uncanny because you're like trying to comprehend the size of the structure. It's a massive, massive structure. It's not very far from uh, Banker's whatever, Banker's, uh, Banker's Life, Banker's Banker's Life, Life, Field, Life Field, something park, board thing. Sport. What's that called, Michael? Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Help us out here. Uh, I was going to let you guys get Why is it called room. a field house? They play basketball there. Because yeah. of field houses. Uh, See, that's why we couldn't think of the name because it's stupid. It's not very far from there. The Pacers and yes, the... And, and it, it's very, very, uh, very close walking distance to, to downtown destinations. Oh, yeah. It's um, nice. After the game, we went and sat at a B-dubs and had dinner and watched a couple of the late games. What was that picture you sent me of the shrimp place? Steak place. Oh, St. Elmo's. St. Elmo from Parks and Rec. Oh, St. Elmo's. Okay. From Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Yeah. It's it looks way different on the show. Like they don't Yeah, it's a, it's like a set or a different place. Yeah. yeah. Um No, it they've got so many restaurants in there too. Like you you're gonna have so many places to eat when you go in there. Um the only place you really need to eat at is is the uh steak sandwich. Uh, stand. Yeah, yeah, Tom texted me about a steak sandwich he was pretty jazzed about. Yeah, it was <laughs> amazing. Um, no, there, there's tons of places to eat in there. There's so many activities. Like, they had this virtual reality thing there. Um, we got there, and my son's going to hate me for telling this story. So, the, uh, my oldest son is nine. The cheerleaders were signing autographs at oh, a table. Man. And I was, I asked him, I was like, do you want to go? And he turned bright red and he said, no. <laughs> Eric, do you have like a sound effect? It's it's just the oh yeah. Can you play that, or do you want me to just do it again into the mic? He's <laughs> <laughs> looking it up. We got it. I yeah, mean, the, the, the uh, so for the next time that we mention cheerleaders, the yeah. bottom the bottom level. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Fantastic. You have to indulge me. Oh, Every yeah, now that, and again. You come in, and the, the main lower-level concourse, you, you're walking around it, and it almost feels like you're in a mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a massive, cool place. There's a lot to buy <laughs> and yeah, look yeah, at yeah. and do. They've got so many shops littered through there. I mean, if you want Colts gear, you're going to find Colts gear. Well, if you don't want to feel, like, constrained, you know, you go into some of these stadiums, and you just feel you're so anxious. I know I'm anxious a lot when I well, go to games. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to have all these distractions. Well, and diversions even if you don't pay even if you don't go buy and stuff it's cool to have all these things to well, just go it, and look it, at it feels like in most stadiums you're being 
ushered directly to your seats. Yeah. Or there's just a lot of wasted space that looks bad. Right. Like right. I, there, there is some of that. Well, there is a lot of that. I feel at Ford. Yeah. Um, which is one of these sort of newer indoor my, monstrosities. My son, as soon as we walked in, he's only ever he's only ever been to Ford Field. As soon as we walked in, he goes, "This is so much bigger than Ford Field. There's so much more to do here." Yeah. And like he was just blown away by the sheer immensity of this place. Yeah, and he's just, just a little guy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's only been to Ford, and like after we left, he's like, "That stadium is so much better than Ford Field, Dad." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah." And that's I not to say that Ford Field away. isn't a you know, it's, right, it's not a bad stadium. Right, we like we yeah. like Ford, but but this this is head and shoulders above it because yeah. I mean it was built eight years later. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Oil. So, Lucas Oil is incredible. Like I, I actually uh, was following following along while they were building it, you know, just seeing this just yeah, massive that, thing just at, grow out of well, at out that of Indianapolis. Time, at that time, it was the biggest. Yeah, because that was before Dallas, right? Yeah. The so, uh, yeah, for it says for American football, the capacity is sixty two thousand four hundred and twenty one, expandable to seventy thousand. Yeah, Good when enough. they had when they had standing room seats, they can. Did they host? There's so much room. They hosted a Super Bowl already, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one that uh, the second one that the Giants won over the Patriots. Yeah, um, yeah, they uh, they've, they've hosted that. They host the Big Ten Championship game. Yeah, which we're gonna we're gonna look into tickets uh, for that, depending on who's playing. I mean, if that's the thing about being in this area, if uh, Michigan or Ohio State makes it, those tickets are gonna go through the roof. I think we might have a little easier time if it's Penn State. Yeah, well, and if like if Wisconsin makes it. Yeah, yeah. We talk about it being expandable. They did expand it. I'm um, pretty sure. Well, when Michael went there, they would have had to. Oh yeah. Yeah. They expanded it when I went there to 105.4 percent. It was 66 420 was the announced attendance for the the Saints game. That's a huge deal because it was Saints and Colts. That's a Super Bowl matchup. Right. So yeah. even even like both teams were not good that year because that was only like two seasons ago. Yeah. Um. It's still you know people are gonna turn yeah. out for that matchup. I don't, right. I don't remember what the actual attendance was, but for the game the first game that i was at it was it was the stadium record i would be surprised to find out it was broken yeah i mean just just everything that that game was you know manning coming back yeah i'm i died to go back to lucas i you know i like i said i was going to go to that game yesterday but i got some film stuff came up so i took that opportunity to work on to work on that yeah. but uh it's it, it is one of my favorite stadiums um and at least i'm glad that i got to get get the closed the closed game as well but yesterday's attendance for for the game was 65,048 huh so that's so actually yeah. the first nfl sellout i've been to really even, yeah so even you... that playoff game was not sold out oh yeah, yeah so right. they they expanded for you guys for that one too yeah. i mean that's a division matchup between the titans and the right. colts down there. teams that could make moves to get in position to compete for the division title so definitely yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed my game there. I, I sat in the end zone. I would like to sit somewhere other than the end zone because the end zone is not always the greatest place to get an idea of a stadium. Well, but, I, would, I, would, um, I would kind of like to sit somewhere between the 20-yard lines. I've never done that before. Yeah, yeah we usually get... We- well, a lot of times we we like being higher up, and when you're higher up, it doesn't really matter if you're in the end zone or on the side. Right. In the end zones, you see the play open up in front of you, and you can kind of watch everything at once. Yeah. Whereas on the sideline, you're kind of focused on the quarterback, and yeah. you're kind of missing the receivers down the field. So we don't we don't subscribe to the idea that the 50 yard line is the place to be in an NFL stadium, but right. it would be nice to experience that. Yeah, yeah. I went to opening I went to opening day in Detroit once where they hosted the Vikings and had really good seats, you know, really high up. Yeah. Yeah. But we're on we're on the side. That's where I like to like to sit. But yeah. 
but yeah um i think the best seats i ever had i just don't like enzo <laughs> yeah I, um, get, I get seats on the tw- on the what is it the 10 no the 20 yeah i've been to several games uh a friend of mine gets tickets sometimes through his work so i've got to sit in row 10 at ford field on the 20 yard line and not have to pay for those because nice. you know yeah. i'm not paying for those yeah <laughs> so i've got to i've gone to like four or five games in those seats for free which yeah. is great i was in row two in the end zone once yeah um uh vikings lions uh back when Favre was playing for the vikings uh we got to sit uh pretty pretty darn close uh not much closer spot available but uh unfortunately when touchdowns happen at to the other end of the stadium, you had no idea. Yeah. Miss out. Yeah. When I was, that's a part problem of being in the lower bowl. Yeah. Well, when I was in, when I was in Lucas Oil, I got to see uh, Saints touchdowns. Yeah. You were know, you, were down you on six hundred level, probably. Yeah. Unless there's a higher number. No. No. <laughs> it's six hundred. That's it. Yeah, we were probably that then. Yeah. But yeah, I got to see, I got to see some touchdowns down on my end. Um, it was a great game. Yeah. No, we've been very lucky with some of the games we've gone to there. And yeah. that was I. I really enjoyed it. I was kind of upset at the end of the first half when it was twenty-one to nothing. I, I really wanted a better game than that. Right. Yeah, they come out in the in the second half and they give me you know exactly what I wanted. Yeah, you want it to be the complete package when yeah. you're going. You you want to experience this new place, but also a great game there. And there you were, uh, you just want the whole everything associated with it to be really great. There was a pretty good smattering of of Titans fans in at least in our section too. That's good. And so it was never dead silent. Yeah, where we were sitting somebody was always cheering for I had a, something i had a lot of saints fans around me when i went to my game it was nice it was nice yeah the the home fans are pretty nice to the titans fans save for this one guy in front of us he just he irritated me uh that some titans fans behind us are cheering he turns around and he goes really titans fans here it's like well yeah and then he did it again later and i'm like come on guy there's always these guys that think they're saying the funniest thing ever <laughs> They play this role. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Other than him, it was great. Yeah. You're always going to have a fan, though, who who has to play that role of just like, get out, this is my house. Yeah, so, like, yeah not really. <laughs> I, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about fans standing at games. We uh, didn't encounter yeah. many issues um, at, at the game yesterday. There was a relatively tall guy in front of us. Like I said, we have my nine-year-old son, so I had to keep moving him in front of me so he could see some stuff. Yeah. But that wasn't a big deal. Um, At the OSU, MSU game I was at. Yeah. Um, some people stood up for the opening kick. It happens at a lot of stadiums. I've oh, yeah. seen that in a lot of, you know, a lot of games I've been to. Oh yeah. And it, um, some of the people that stood up were the girls behind me and the woman directly behind them started yelling at them because they were standing. Yeah. Because she paid for a seat, oh. not a place to stand. Oh man. And it became a game long thing. That sucks. I don't mind standing at stadiums. I just I just ask that if you're in front of someone who is shorter than you, and I'm not even talking just kids. Yeah. But, you know, like, my wife is like 5'1". Right. If she's behind you, yeah, she's and you're screwed. standing and she's standing, she's still not going to be able to see even if you're a road down. Yeah, she's screwed. So just be mindful of the people behind you and maybe slouch your shoulders, you know, yeah. drop down a little bit and let people see. But it became a game-long issue. See, sometimes what I'll do is... Uh, I'll stand up, but then I'll, I'll put my seat up, and then I'll kind of sit on the seat right. while it's up so yeah. that I 
I'm a lower profile. Yeah, like but I can still see over right the yeah. people in front of. Me. Yeah, like being six four. I'm I I I am mindful of the people around me. Like yeah. when we all get up and you know it's a it's it'll be something where everybody stood. I'll still slouch because I know they can't see over right. me. I'll I'll like usually lean forward onto the chair in front of me because I can usually still see over the person in front of me. Or I'll do that. What Tom said, where I'll put the I put my seat back up if I've got that yeah. option and rest against it, kind of lower myself a little bit. But yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah, it, it became a game long thing between these girls and the woman behind them, yeah. and it, it got to the point where the girls were doing it out of spite, like they'd stand up for you yeah, know, that's not fun. You know, they'd they'd stand up for a second and five. That's stupid. And but it was because the woman behind them was so rude, <laughs> just incredibly rude. She just had rude versus and, rude. Yeah, and so it just kept going and going and going, and it spiraled out of control. Well, luckily they got security numbers you can call at stadiums. Right. I would do. Yeah. You know, I would I would consider doing yeah, something was, like that. Like I was in a situation where it's like I don't know whose side I'm on. People stand at games. Yeah, now you're being a jerk. Okay, yeah. but she's being a jerk back. Right. Now you're being a bigger jerk and standing. <laughs> I would just call and but, say, "Hey, uh, everybody around me is annoying. Please yeah. do something." It, it got bad, <laughs> but you know, I don't I don't mind it. There were, I actually ran into a similar situation uh, a few years ago. I had taken my wife to a uh, Kelly Clarkson concert yeah. for our anniversary. Did you? I did. Um, and uh. There were these girls. Weren't we doing something that same day, Tom? What were we doing? Behind us, yeah. You, uh, was that the time you guys were? Yeah. That was, no, because that was the no. That was when I took her to Lady Antebellum. You guys were doing something. Oh, yeah. That, that was when we were at the System of a Down and yeah. Deftones concert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do things nice for my wife, and I miss out on doing this kind of stuff with them. Miss out on cool stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I take her to see Kelly Clarkson. And these girls, uh, I think they were the row behind us. Everybody stood up when Kelly came out. Yeah. And they start, I paid for a seat. Okay, good for you. Enjoy the person, it. The person you want to see just came out. You should stand and be happy. Yeah. You enjoy your seat. I'm going to enjoy being able to see the act. Who sits at a concert? Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> unless actually, it's like actually, a Dennis said, DeYoung concert. I'll tell you what. People sit at Weird Al concerts. <laughs> oh, that's true. Cause we, yeah. Because we, we were just at uh, one this yeah, past uh, this true. past summer. I guess. Um, I think it's a little bit different. You yeah. know? I mean, you're there You're there more to see a show than you are a, a concert yeah. when you see Weird Al. But, right. Um, no. They, yeah. These girls, just the whole time just you know yeah well i can't see anything and uh, you know and one of them did comment directly about me being too tall yeah. i'm the average height what are you talking about too tall whatever but uh, I, i'm all for standing at stadiums and like i said i had to move my son a little bit but the situational guy, standing the guy eventually realized it yeah and so he did kind of start like tom said but right. seat, he did start putting the seat up and and leaning back a little bit i get so up if other people out. get up i feel right. if everybody gets up you should just get up and deal with it because i mean you're at a sporting event and these things are energetic and there's action exactly there and was a, uh, everyone else is into it you should just get into it instead of resisting there was a situation at the game where it was a third and short for for the titans and everyone stands up because it's third down and then the titans call a timeout oh yeah and so everyone sits back down and they come back out on the field and everyone stands up and then the colts call a timeout and everyone sits back down (laughs) and then everyone stands back up and then they don't make the 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 first down and so it's fourth down and so everybody stands back up see detroit we just all we just stay standing you see like in detroit detroit fans are like well we're up yeah (laughs) we're just gonna stay up yeah it was it was funny though with that sequence of events but yeah overall it was a it was a great time great stadium i would love to get back there yeah definitely go there if you can like like we said they do other stuff there than just the colts 
Yeah, no. Uh, uh, you know, hopefully, we can bring you another game report there from the uh, Big Ten game. Yeah, yeah. See we don't that, have any. See how that shakes out. Yeah, between now and the next show, only sporting events any of us has lined up is I'm seeing the walleye Wednesday, so I'm not going to have much to tell. Yeah, I don't about. think I have. Go- I, I don't think I have anything going on this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, that Toledo WMU game, I believe, is on a weekday. Probably. So I don't think any of us can can get to that. No. Um, despite our desire to do so. Um. Yeah, that game will be... Hey, what's the 25th? Uh, Friday. Friday. That game will be Friday. We all got to be at work, so... Unfortunately, none of us will be able to bring you action from that. And um, action. And we can't afford to go to the OSU-Michigan game. No, right. can, we can't bring you action no, from that. No, no action. Yeah, OSU-Michigan tickets, 500 plus for nosebleeds. Oh, we can go to that. So... But, uh, I'll be there. Yeah, looking, right. Looking forward to that report. I paid five hundred dollars for anything. Yeah, uh, it was a stretch with the money we paid to meet Weird Al. Yeah, well, but not in my mind. Get, yeah, well, I'd pay three times two, that. Some people looking at us from the outside, <laughs> having to explain it is annoying sometimes. Right. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, so not much coming at you next week for game reports, but we will be back with our. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of action that with we'll our cover. rankings for NHL and N- NBA. We'll have someone to hire and fire probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoever loses the OSU Michigan game. Yep. Yep. It's gonna be Urban or Harbaugh. One of mm-hmm. them gone, done yep. for. That is the most foolish thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> yep. Find out who we fire Monday. Yeah. <laughs> next Monday. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you next week.